that historians will mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-C. The end times continue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the end times continue recording on this, the first, the first ace of January. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. Happy, happy New Year. Uh, I am Dino and you are. And I am Ace. Man, it's, it's been, it's been a hellacious year. Yeah. Uh, but actually, you know, I was, I was talking to. Um, I'm, I, 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 okay, so I'm sick of saying my girlfriend. I'm sick of describing my girlfriend <laughs> as my girlfriend on the show. She's Lady Jane now. Um, okay. I'm sick of... <laughs> Shout uh, out, Lady yes, Jane. Exactly. Um, I was talking to Lady Jane the other day, and we were talking about the, the, the past year, and it actually wasn't as bad as, like, 2021. Yeah, I... So here's my whole thing, right? After 2020... Um, all, all the uh, this the years after that kind of blended together for me. So twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, I remember them vaguely. Like I remember certain things about them, but most of like the events. If you asked, like if you like, besides for like the whole Russian Ukraine stuff, if you asked me any like which event happened in which year, I'd be kind of like, uh, I don't remember exactly. Right. Well, the <laughs> the the, like the, the latter half of twenty twenty two feels like its own time frame. I agree. Yeah. And then everything between like late 2019 and and the the latter half of 2022, like everything between mm-hmm. there feels like one blur, one big, long, stupid yeah. blur. Agreed. Yeah, it's it, it's very hard for me to track time. But I think, as you said, I think that's right where you uh, for me, like 2020, like the like, you know, osmosis of 2021 carried over into like the first half of 2022 and then oh. la- latter half of 2022 is just kind of. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But yeah, that. Yeah, right. It's it's its own. It's its own little universe. It yeah. it it feels strange, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I because I I prefer like I'm not I'm not great at putting things in their place in time. This is one of the things that I can mess up on. Is is Same. that you know maybe something that happened uh, five years ago I think happened a year ago. You know what I mean? Like that happens exactly. sometimes. Yeah. But Unless pr- it's like connected to a specific time frame where I can, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, uh, like if something happened during an election, I know, okay, I know where that is in time. But if it didn't, then it's like, well, I, I don't really know. Exactly, exactly. But I do pride myself on being able to remember events. I pride myself yes. on being able to like, like remember sort of what what on remembering what happened, if not perfectly when, what what exactly happened. I pride myself on being able to remember. And COVID and and like that whole period of time has fucked with that. Yes, so much. It it really really sucks. Yeah, it's not you know obviously COVID when it, like in twenty twenty when it first broke, um, it was all over the news. Um, it, not only did that like shuffle out other stories like in the news. Uh, it also kind of like disrupted my time frame. Yeah, like, it, it really like uh, COVID. Like it messed up a lot of things, but also my sense of place in like chronology. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, it feels like it feels so weird because I remember when COVID first broke out in China. It was uh-huh. it was in the news for a couple of months before anybody yeah. kind of cared. A month and a half or so, and. 
I'm sitting in, I was a 1L, and I think I still had the Dino Files account, actually. I was a, I was a 1L, and I'm sitting in one of my classes, and I'm doing math on the, the transmissibility of it per the Chinese numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, just like back of the napkin math, uh, you know, not, not because I know what the fuck I'm doing, but because I find that kind of shit interesting. And, yeah. and so I'm sitting there doing math on the transmissibility of COVID-19 versus other things and stuff. And I'm sitting there in, in one of my 1L classes. It feels like it happened last year. Like it, yeah. it, it yeah, feels to me, if someone asked me how long ago was that, I might say, man, a year. Right. Like, I know... Lot, like I know rationally it happened in 2020, but um, if I think about it experientially, it feels like it's all kind of like blended together. Exactly. Um, as far as time frame goes. I think it's because all those markers, all those markers that we use to determine when time has rolled over uh-huh. were broken, like like holidays right. and stuff, like people were traveling. Like, right, exactly. It would be like if there was if it just stayed one season for like two years. Right. You exactly. Would, your, your, your mental space would just be fucked at that point. Like you wouldn't know where, what, what way was up uh, sort of thing. Exactly. That's, that's, that's kind of, that's exactly what it feels like. And it, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where I, 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 I don't know how to contextualize that. Yeah. I, because you again, know, uh, I lost, I lost like three grandparents. Yeah. During that period of time, like like and none of them took COVID either. But my my well, no, two grandparents, my my granddad died pre COVID. And then I had two grandparents die during COVID um, of not COVID. Um, mm-hmm. But but I, and I can't remember like how long ago that was. I can't remember that like the timing of when it happened. It all feels just like it happened in one big chunk of 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 right. indeterminate time you know um also obviously it makes sense for why covid is all over the news it's a, you know you, you can't ignore the massive elephant in the room but i think sometimes people underappreciate just like in a tragic sh- sort of way how funny 2020 was in oh, a, yeah. like uh whereas where you had uh not only <laughs> did you have the election coming up but you also had uh, 2020 was like early 2020, especially uh, like the first few months of 2020 were apocalyptic where you had those wildfires in Australia mm-hmm. uh, that were just insane. And then you had, uh, what was it? Soleimani, uh, general Soleimani was killed and people thought that was going to be world war three. Oh yeah. Uh, with Iran. It, yeah. With Iran. And, and, and you had all these things kind of like adding up and then there was this new deadly spread. And then there after COVID, they were talking about, oh, there's an Ebola outbreak now. Uh, so you had all <laughs> these things kind of compiling. It's like, well, uh, the Mayans were off by eight years. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy how much. And, and part of me wonders this, too. And, and you know what you think about this, because I, I was thinking about this at the time. And, and now you've sort of caused this thought to recur. How much of that is shit that's happening all the goddamn time, but but the news media, when the news media chooses to make a time feel apocalyptic, all they have to do is change what they're covering, and it feels apocalyptic. Like, how much of that is the case? 
I mean, it's a, it's the classic thing about like photography or cinematography, right? When you have a very wide lens, you know, and you can see the whole picture, you see, okay, well, there's a whole picture, but I don't have anything to focus on. But when you use, a, you focus on one particular object in the distance, and then you blur out everything else, you know, their depth of field or something, obviously, that one thing is going to seem massive in mm-hmm. comparison to everything else. Whereas with, when you just had it pulled out and back, it's just one, it's just one thing among a lot of other things, right? Um, so in the same way, it's like when the media hyper focuses on one thing, uh, it's not that that one thing isn't real or that it's some, it's always some separate plot. It very well may be many times, but it, it, it can just very well be that they're just hyper focusing on one thing and you think, oh my God, this is some horror, this is, you know, out of the norm somehow. Right. Uh, but it, that's it, not necessarily the case at all. Right. It's one of those things. How many little, little outbreaks of Ebola are there every year? Like how many times does exactly. that actually lot, happen? Yeah. Right. I mean, it right, has to be exactly. a, at least a couple. I mean, yeah. like the like, how many times do we have Ebola outbreaks? I've been hearing about Ebola outbreaks for like ten years, mm-hmm. uh, going back all the time. Uh, so not all the time, but you know, fairly regular enough to where it's like, oh yeah, I, I know, I know about this. I know this happens. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's just like as you said, the media can just focus on one thing, and then people suddenly think, oh my god, this is a huge pressing issue. And I'm not trying to like. Mind you, listeners, I'm not trying to like diminish COVID's effects here. Like it was like the lockdowns and everything like that. That was horrendous. But I do think it's also important to know that sometimes the meat when the media hyper focuses on something, it can feed into like this self perpetuating thing where it's like people think, "Oh my God, this is apocalyptic," and then they start changing their behavior because of what they're seeing on the news. It's kind of a classic thing to try and to to just remember when talking about media and news and stuff like that. That that news media covers things that are abnormal definitionally. Like, yes, like exactly. Yes, and so, but if you start, if the news media starts covering stuff, it 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 um. I, I don't I know there are words for this. I just can't access them at the moment. But it causes in the mind of the of the public, it causes those things to be reframed as abnormal because yes. we we know that news covers that which is abnormal. And so it right. it causes those things to be reframed. If you want to make the world feel apocalyptic, cover every wildfire, cover every disease outbreak, right, exactly. cover cover every little thing that occurs that might occur a couple of times a year regularly. Yes. It's like how, you know, if you're a Republican and you're always watching Fox News or you're getting your media from like Breitbart or some uh, like right wing uh, media outlet like that, you're, go- you're probably going to think, oh, my God, there's a, a wave of immigrants coming across the country and murdering people. Like there's a serious like abnormally at abnormal levels or something right. like that. Uh, and it's like that's not the case actually but I, if you're just a republican and that's all, your only intake of news uh yeah it makes sense why that person would believe that yeah if that's your frame of reference right yeah so yeah and you just have to you know, and again from from like an uh, an evolutionary perspective it makes sense why we would be hyper tuned to focus on things that might be threats to us as opposed to things that aren't right um well we also so know it sells Right. I mean, exactly. I, I, like, leads lead. right. Yeah. You get the you get the news media. Okay, I, I like, think that's probably why. Right. right you know, exactly. I mean, they want to, people want to be aware of things that could harm them, but the the problem is, of course, that there are things that could harm you all the time that you're just oblivious to. So when you, so when something gets hyper focused on, you think, oh my god, this is awful, not realizing that oh, this is happening all around me all the time. This is my own kind of dumb theory, but to your point, I I, I think it I think it's I think human beings like the feeling of anxiety. Um, oh, I agree. 
I, I think yeah. human beings feel like if they're anxious, think, yeah, they feel like they're paying attention. They feel like they're right. like they're safer if you're anxious. I think there's an right, interesting because, sort of fee- evolutionary feedback thing that happens there. Yeah, because you feel like you're more aware, and there because it, it, you know there's a certain amount of anxiety that's coupled with awareness. Whereas you know the, the old saying, "Ignorance is bliss." Right. Uh, I think that's yeah. I think that absolutely factors into it. Uh, so it's one of those I, things I, that I, if you have everybody locked in their homes. How is the news media going to get those eyeballs, especially yeah. when, uh, you know, when, when the new media sort of explosion was happening during COVID? Yeah. Um, how, and, how is, how is also, cable news going to keep those eyeballs? Well, find the next apocalypse. And also just civically, it sends signals that I'm a good citizen because I watch the news. I know about the current events going on and I, I can react to them. Oh, yes. Right? I, so I am quintessentially also- informed. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, <laughs> that, that also plays like I think certain like social signal roles as well. Um, not to say that, you know, it, it's some like uh, like people are consciously doing it, but I think it, it it has that effect whether people like understand it, understand that or not. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's an evolutionary I'm not, even, I'm not even saying that. Yeah, I'm not even saying that in a nefarious way. I'm just saying I think that's just how it plays out. That's just how it works. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, a, it's an interesting thing, but, but it's kind of to that point right uh, so i think 2022 was probably not as bad a year as we remember it being i think we remember 2021 when we're thinking about 2022 i agree yeah i, I that's probably the case absolutely yeah because it was, it was 2021 fucking sucked <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but i i appreciate i appreciate lady jennifer pointing that out to me because it was it, i was thinking about like god this year sucked actually this year was not bad for me 2022 was not bad for me yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, there were, there were, there were some moments, but it, it wasn't it, it, overall not the worst mm-hmm. thing. The world kind of right. came back. I was able to get back on campus. It, I, mm-hmm. I didn't get kicked out of school. Uh, oh, if, if uh, we talked about this a little bit on the episode with, uh, with uh, Patrick McFarlane, um, yeah. wonderful Christmas episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, I really recommend it. Um, yeah. it was great. And the, the Christmas discussion is on his feed as well. If you, if you'd rather listen to just the Christmas discussion, I believe, I believe that's what he uploaded. Yeah. Um, but, but it's a great episode and, and it was much, great, great fun to record. Um, but we talked about this a little bit on, on that episode that it's, I, I, I nearly got kicked out of school when we were on, when we mm-hmm. were on, uh, on, on, uh, remote because it was, Virtual, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because my my grades dropped precipitously, and it was, and I nearly got kicked out of school. And as soon as we were back on campus, they immediately shot back up. It's like I need this. I need to be in a place. When you're just like thrown out of your environment, right? That's going to have a lot of effects, other than just being thrown out of your environment. Yeah, but and 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 kind of psychologically being thrown out of the environment that I see as learning and and working, and thrown into now I have to learn how to work on the machine that I play video games on. Like exactly, like like, it's it's there's this cognitive issue there where it's like no 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 when I'm looking at this set of screens I'm supposed to be having fun not working yeah it's all it's like reprogramming muscle memory to a large extent it's like well I'm supposed to be having fun when I'm doing this right here when I'm sitting here and yeah exactly it was a it was it was a very very strange period um. So yeah, 2022, not a bad year overall. And if, and I know there were people who were still experiencing the fallout of COVID policies, people who yeah. still couldn't get work, still couldn't when we're do. we're saying this, I, 
I think it's fair to say we're talking relatively. Yes. Right? I'm sure someone yes. could have a story that's like, well, 2022 was terrible for me. And, you know, I, we're sorry for that, but it, we're yes. speaking relatively yes. compared to other preceding years. And personally. And, and speaking personally. Yeah. Uh, the, yes. the, there's yeah. no, there's no, uh, this isn't to say that if your 2022 sucked, you're wrong. Not a no. no. Right. Exactly. You're allowed to have a bad yeah. year. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I was I was I was I was actually kind of in a foul mood about New Year and stuff like that until that until she pointed that out to mm-hmm. me and it was like, huh. Mm-hmm. well, yeah, I guess I guess things are kind of looking up a little bit, aren't they? Um, yeah. At least in a general sense. <laughs> I, when when the whole like COVID thing first happened and I know like because like uh, I think some people have criticized me for not um, like talking about COVID enough, like even on my timeline and stuff like that. But to be quite honest, I I just could not bear to do it. I, everyone else was doing it. You didn't get enough like, of I that everywhere talk. else. Yes, like I cannot talk about this over and over and over again every day. I will lose my mind. Yeah, like, I will go insane if I have, feel obligated to talk about this thing. It's what ruined my desire to do a new show, and it's what killed Dino yeah. Files. Ultimately, uh, at least in the form that it was in, was uh-huh. that it was it was just COVID news. And so I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm just like, I, I can't do a show. I can't do a new show. I, I just can't. I, it can't be done. It's just not possible. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, it, it's what kind of killed my desire to even do that show was the fact that I had nothing to offer. Yeah. If I'm going, if I'm going to talk about the news or some topical thing, I prefer it to be multiple choice uh, and not just the same exactly. thing like shoved down my throat. Uh, and there were and plenty of places. Yeah, and that's not to diminish the importance of COVID or the, that that time of year. And there are a lot of people who did a lot of good work reporting on that, and you know, Absolutely. speaking out against the horrible governmental policies. Uh, but uh, for me, it's just like, okay, these guys are doing this. This is great. I cannot talk about this uh, for more than like a couple times. There were plenty listen. of people who were doing a very good job covering yes. that, especially from a libertarian angle. Um, I know yeah. like even Clint said some stuff that you and I both disagree with during that time, mm-hmm. but I think generally he did a good job covering it. Um, yeah. uh, like just like some of his conclusions, I think we both disagreed with, especially in the heat of it. But, but yeah. it was, it was one of the, I think he did a fine job getting people on his show who were right. uh, uh, subject matter experts or near to it and talking to them uh-huh. about this stuff. There, there were definitely places you could get that kind of coverage. And for, for somebody like me, it's just like, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm gathering you as well. It's, I just can't fucking talk about it every day. I can't do it. <laughs> Some people, I think, almost expect you to be, like, very utilitarian in, like, what you talk about. Like, you have to be talking about the what we see as the most important thing right now. And if you're not doing that, then you're failing in some regard. It's like, no, I'll talk about whatever I want on my timeline. Exactly. Uh, and that's that. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very, very bothersome to me. Um, yeah. But it's it's one of those things too where it's just like I can't I'm, I'm eventually you're not saying anything unique anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the value. That's the that's the that's the value that you're su- kind of supposed to have is is uh, especially if you're if you're talking about stuff uh, you know as 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 a hobby or or as whatever it is that you if you if commentary is something that you want to do you're, you're supposed to have a take right like right. And and if if all of the originality gets sucked out of it, which eventually it will, it's it's like what are you offering? And like just like I was running the subscribe star, and it's like what am I offering these people? What am I? What, what are they? 
I'm, I'm not, there's very little that I can say uh-huh. that isn't yeah. being said everywhere else. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it got to the point where like during, during COVID, I would rather just talk about mundane things uh, than this. Like just everyday things yeah. would seem more appealing to me than uh, talking about COVID. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like total drain. Uh, like just uh, just commenting on anything. Not only did it suck all the all the like air out, it sucked all the air out of the room. But not only that, it was also like just so fucking depressing. Yeah, when it's exactly. like there's other there's other shit to do. You could you could be right. You could talk about a book. You could talk about a, a you know just any anything else that that isn't that. When when the whole world is one story, it makes me nervous too. When the whole world is yeah. one story, because it's like what what's yeah. what's happening under the radar here? Like that was one of the things right. that was going on. During, nobody was talking about the, the with the exception of a few people, but certainly nobody in the mainstream was talking about the the fact that the Fed. At the beginning of COVID, uh, of deep COVID, the Fed was told that they didn't have to keep minutes on meetings anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For like a yeah. year. Right. But if you point that out, people will be like, oh, well, why aren't you talking about the important stuff? Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, you know, uh, just the whole discourse that uh, was around COVID as well, like just like what it did to certain people. Uh, like many people who just like uh, you know understand I can understand I'm not you know trashing on them I, like I understand like you said I think you've said in the past COVID was one of the first times you actually saw the bars in front of your face yeah Um. so I, I can understand it but it's like so many people like looked into the abyss and when it looked back they blinked uh, yep. and now it's just like the the discourse around it it was shit and the ramifications of it were shit yes uh, and it it, it so, did it did break people in a weird way it, it's one of those things yeah. that and and you're 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 you point out I, I have i have described that time as and this is the mm-hmm. best way i can describe it you you always know conceptually that you're effectively existing in a cage of some kind. Like you, like you know that conceptually at all yes. times, if you have the kind of philosophical outlook that, that you or I share. Um, but very rarely does it become tangible. Very rarely does it become concrete such that you can actually, like, it, it almost feels like you can reach out and touch the bars. Um, and, and that was COVID during that period of time was, was kind of the first time that, that I was able to kind of do that and, and actually point to it in that, in that way. Um, and, and in that, that experience, I think you're, I think you're dead on the money. That experience, I think caused some people to, to freak. I I think it caused some people to just break. Right. Sort of like a cornered animal, right? Right. Uh, Right. It's like, yeah. At a certain point, it's all like instinct kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's sad, but I mean, that's, I mean, that happens. I mean, that's what happens to people yeah. when you, when you put them in that kind of situation. Um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a good way to describe it, that, that people stared into the abyss and, and they blanched <laughs> and it, yeah. and that's what happened. That's it, it. It causes those kinds of issues. Um, but <laughs> it is a new year. Um, it is, which yeah. which functionally means nothing, but we like to think of it as a time of new beginnings. <laughs> were you doing any, Were you doing anything on New Year? Uh, on New no, Year's no. Uh, okay. My um, Lady Jane and I ha- uh, hung out, and we laid in bed, and we watched a Pipkin Pippa stream, and then we went to <laughs> Very sleep. Cool. 
Yeah. It was. <laughs> oh, I didn't talk. There, uh, I, there was another stream that I probably should have been watching at the time. Medicare retired on oh. New Year's Eve. Huh. He did like a five hour retirement stream. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. His health issues apparently have gotten very, very bad. Um, uh, it's the, the common joke is that he has cancer AIDS, um, which is not far off from the truth. He has cancer and he has some real immunodeficiency problems that are Mm -hmm. causing him to, uh, well, based on the way he was talking, he, he, I don't think expects that he's long for this world. He's about to go into some very, very intensive treatments that are going to be very, very bad for him. And uh, and there's no telling how how or if he's going to come out of it. Um, but he's been you know he's been in very good humor about about his illness for for years uh, years plural. Um, he uh, I mean that's where the cancer AIDS thing came from. It, it's not it's it's him being in good humor about it. But he retired. He he did a he did a long stream on New Year's Eve, and and Medicare is off the internet. And I and I don't know if a lot of people. There's a lot of people who don't know of Medicare, but they exist in an, in an area of the internet that Medicare was sort of instrumental in inventing. Mm. Um, it started as sort of the Gamergate anti-woke kind of thing, but mm. this this corner of the internet that Ethan Ralph came from and that right. uh, you know early on <laughs> that uh, that oh uh, you know commentary on on the internet and and a, a lot of this stuff kind of started with with uh Medicare and and the kinds of people that Medicare gave a platform to and and there's a whole section of the internet that that was if not invented by Medicare he was instrumental in empowering mm-hmm. and um and and people exist in that part of the internet without knowing that he was a major major part of building it and it's uh it's it's kind of sad. It feels like the end of an era a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. I I I knew of him uh not too much. I never like watched too much or like interact with his content too much. Uh but yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, so uh uh respects to uh pressing F to pay respect to uh to Mr. Medicare and uh and I wish him the best of luck with his uh with his various illnesses. <laughs> uh, poor guy. Uh, doesn't deserve it. He, he's, he's tried to be... Well, the thing that's sad about it is he tries to be like a very positive thing. His whole thing is just laughing right. at idiots on the internet. That's what he loves to do. Uh-huh. And so right. he, he's, a, he's, he's a real positive kind of guy and a real positive kind of force. I don't know him personally, but at least publicly, mm-hmm. that's, how he's, that's how he portrays himself and that's what he wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's it's a could couldn't it happen to uh to uh, somebody less deserving of that kind of uh yeah. harsh treatment from the universe but um yeah that's shitty. Yeah, wishing the best of luck though. Yeah, absolutely. And enjoy retirement. Uh. <laughs> so that's it, it's 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 that weirdly recontextualized the new year for me too. When I was scrolling through mm-hmm. Twitter watching a Pipkin Pipka stream with my girlfriend and, and, and I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is, it feels like yeah. the times have really changed in a weird way. Right. Yeah. Th- that can always give you like, you know, when you hear that, you know, someone you followed for like, really sick or something, 
uh, it can really like, you know, pull you out of your kind of like, you know, um, how you conceive the world or like how things have been, right? You always think that when you're in a time period for a really long time, you think that, oh, this is how things are always going to be. Or maybe you don't think that consciously, but subconsciously you kind of have that belief. Yeah. And then something pulls you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, he was, he was just such a mainstay and I had stopped following him. Actually, I had moved on to other creators and stuff like that. But, and I, so I totally missed that he was even retiring, but, but it was, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's a, that is kind of a, it's, it's almost like if one of the faces on the Mount Rushmore of, like, internet culture fell apart. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Right. Um, but, uh, again, best of luck to him and, and figuring out his issues with his cancer AIDS. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking die, Medicare. Uh, do your best. And, uh, and if it ends in a draw, oh, well. Um, so there's the, uh, there's also, you, you posted this in the topics channel. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's one of the funniest things I think the internet's ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I want to, I want to preface this and I I want you to talk about the story uh, more yourself, but, but I want to preface this with. The, the day this happened, <laughs> I was on a phone call with my dad, <laughs> and we were talking about masculinity grifters. Oh, yeah. And my dad said, you know that guy, uh, what's his name, Andrew Tate? <laughs> and I said, oh yeah, the guy that just got raided today? <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> and I said... Yeah, the guy who got raided by Romanian authorities and arrested for sex trafficking. (laughs) And he goes, I did not know that. (laughs) Oh, man. So you, you, you shared to the topics channel, this, this, uh, story about Andrew Tate, uh, take it away. What the hell happened here? Yeah. So. Andrew Tate and Greta Thunberg, of all people, I know, uh, <laughs> got into some. They got into a Twitter spat, um, uh, and like essentially, it boiled down to um, like I think it was a video of Andrew Tate like uh, putting like uh, um, emissions into. He was like uh, pu- putting gas into his car, and Greta Thunberg said he had like small uh, email me at small dick energy or something like that. Oh, dude, she uh, roasted and, him. She said email me at small dick energy at something dot com. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, under that, oh, that tweet, you. he just posts. Yeah, he yeah he just posted. <laughs> how dare you? Underneath the tweet, that's what that, that's how he responded to that. <laughs> You have stolen and my then, dreams and my childhood with your empty words. <laughs> and uh, so then I think like, I think it was like six or 10 hours later, he made a video response. So he'd been sitting on this for six to 10 hours. Oh man, he was like boiling over this. He was upset. He was really so mad. He, he got roasted by Greta Thunberg. Yeah. So in the video, he's like, he's smoking a cigar. He has a box of pizza there. He's in a bathrobe, you know, very luxury, uh, luxurious. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, after he posts that, I think it was a few hours later uh, that it was confirmed that he had been arrested in Romania uh, on uh, uh, allegations of uh, sex trafficking. 
Um, and after that, then the internet kind of went crazy. So this turned out to be cr- incorrect, but for a while, um, the speculation was that the Romanian police found out his location due to the pizza box. Right. In yes. The video. Um, now this turned out to be false, but uh, there was a huge amount of like just roasting. Uh, Greta roasted the shit out of him for that too. She yes. tweeted, uh, "This yes. is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes." Yes, yes, <laughs> and then. Which, look, whether you like Greta Thunberg or not, that is a roast. That dude, dude she, got roasted. He got... Like, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, it's like watching... It's 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 watching two people that you that you hate fight each other, and anytime um, either one of them got a punch in, I would have been fine with it, but Greta just fucking dominated, dude. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Elon also made a tweet. It was a... It was tweet of all subtweets he said sometimes it's better just to make pizza at home <laughs> right after that <laughs> oh god uh but yeah that turned out to be false but it was hilarious uh, for a while that that was supposedly the reason why <laughs> but god, uh, it's so funny yeah, yeah. So he currently is still in jail. There was a false report that he actually got released, but that was uh, that was incorrect. He is still being held in custody. Um, and yeah, that pretty much that's all. That's in the short of it. That's all we know at the moment. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he was arrested. Uh, the The allegation is uh, sex trafficking. Um, yeah. Which, uh, I mean, look, uh, you have to prove it. Um, yes. But I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Yeah. Again, you know, I, I'm not saying he is guilty, but he has made some questionable comments in the past that oh, yes. lead someone to think, "Oh, okay, that's is what you're doing. That is what you're doing." But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can't prove it, but yeah. Right. Exactly. If you you got to prove it, but uh, I would not be shocked if that's not hard to yeah. do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he. Th- this dude is such a fucking dick. I, I'm I'm I, I I am reticent to find mm. joy. In in the misfortunes that other people experience at the hands of the state, right? Uh, but fuck Andrew Tate and his stupid mouth. I'm so glad this happened to him. <laughs> yeah, I I'm of the belief that like again, I I don't look. I don't want the state to you know uh, do this to him. I don't want to do it. The state to do this to anyone, really, uh, truthfully. But yeah, sure. You know, I'm also my my advocacy is scarce. My time is scarce. My uh-huh. resources are scarce. I'm not going to go out and say, oh, you know, uh, Andrew Tate this, Andrew Tate that, and go on, you know, some crusade or something in defense of Andrew Tate. Uh, yeah. You're not you going to find Sometimes a free Andrew people... Tate shirt anywhere near me. Right. right. <laughs> Sometimes people step on rakes and it's funny. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, well, yeah, you know, that's it's too bad, bud. Yeah. Should have watched where you were stepping, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. And, you know. I, I, I go ahead. No, I'll go for it. Go for it. No, I was just gonna say, like these manosphere grifters are uh, really enrage me. Like they really get my blood boiling. Oh, they're the like, worst. They're taking advantage. They are preying on very impressionable young men who feel like they have no direction. In life. Yep, and young scumbags, young yeah, rudderless these... men with no yes. strong male influences in their lives who yes. are searching for what it means to be a man what it means yeah. to have a a a a masculine identity right 
what what it, what yes. you are supposed to do as a man, how you are meant to live. And they are searching for this meaning. And these motherfuckers are taking their money and giving yes. them bad advice. Yes, they are giving them advice that to be a man, you have to adopt traits that are indistinguishable from sociopathy. Yes, exactly. And it's and, not just stoicism. Yeah. Like these dudes, yeah, they, they exactly. try to wrap it up as if it's stoicism. And it's like, look, no. I think a little bit of stoicism is good for a man. You, you want to be uh, in, in, contextually, contextually, you want to be a rock. You want to be strong. You want to be a solid foundation. Right. So there's a little bit of that that you should learn how to do in, in the right context. But um, that doesn't mean you, you, you need to be an unfeeling robot who insults people whose children are dying on Twitter. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it is. Um, it is so like outrageous to me. And, you know, obviously, you know, uh, he has a lot of defenders on the Internet. And it's like, you know, there's a certain type of person where it's just like they adopt this type of lifestyle. And, and at first I feel like. And again, I am like trying to read into other people's minds. I can't fully claim to know what is in their minds uh, about why they defend this guy. But I think for a lot of people, and I've seen this a lot in like other like other areas of like internet subculture, where someone will get behind someone early on because they think that like for genuine reasons, or they think they're a, a good influence, and then over time. This person, the the person they got behind, turns out to just be a dick or something, yeah. or just turns out to have be very, very a very bad person in some way. And then they they can't say, "Oh, this is bad," because it's almost like they got taken in, right? They got they got had essentially, yeah. and they admitting that is very it's bad. it's difficult to say. Uh, oh well, that's that's upsetting and disappointing. Fuck that guy then. Yeah, like it's difficult to do right. that. There's this weird. Especially when you buy in early, when you invest a lot yep. early into yep. this, uh, then you feel like, well, shit. Uh, uh, okay, let's coin a term: parasocial yeah. sunk cost. Yeah, there you go. That's a good. That's a good term. I think that's exactly what this is. Maybe uh, it's, it's such a good term. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not the first person to have said it. But this, this, it's this, this feeling like this, this weird parasocial fandom stand culture that develops around online personalities that that people become obsessive and and they feel the need to defend this person because they have taken on this person as part of their identity um in the in this weird weird parasocial way that is i think people are prone to but you have to look out for yeah and Um, also well we talked about this when we talked about cults in one of our earlier episodes because it's like for a lot of these people for a lot of these young impressionable men who as you said probably don't have like strong male role models in their life um Mm -hmm. Uh, or never really like learned about anything like that or had that growing up um for a lot of them um like early on they almost feel a sense of camaraderie that's and that's how like people like andrew tate and all these manosphere grifters really get like sink their claws that is what people a sense that's what jack murphy was selling i mean jack murphy's whole thing that he's selling is a fraternity right it's this fraternal sort of idea yeah, I'm sorry, continue, absolutely. but continue. I wanted to support no, 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 your point, no. though. That's that's exactly what no, Jack yeah, Murphy no. sells. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they get there, they get you in uh, through this whole, like, you know, oh, you're one of us, or, you know, this is also very, you know, uh, this can be very damaging, because oftentimes when these people feel like they're outcasts in society, a lot of these people say, hey, I'm an out- I was an outcast, too, and now look at me now. So you can be successful even though you were an out- you felt like you were an outcast, and we can do this together. 
You just right. need to follow my advice, buy my book, and uh, you know, <laughs> give me all your money. Uh, yeah. And I can show you how to, you know, succeed. And it really does, uh, like, almost create this, like, self-cycle of... And it's funny, too, right? Because a lot of these people would claim, uh, you know, people... A lot of these, like, manosphere people would claim, oh, you know, all these people are just stuck in these, like, victimized mentalities of themselves, and it's like you're when you're when the enter tapes of the world, what they're doing is they, they're creating a, 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 a group of victims who cannot escape their little that hold on. Yep. They're creating this little group of people who are like, oh, well, you know, uh, I just need to buy his next book and then my life. Good. And, no, and, and you, you say that, but, but and you're absolutely right. Make no mistake. These people are selling in, in a lot of ways. These people are selling perpetual victimization to men. Yes. The same yes. things that the same things that that uh, third wave it's, it's and neo. It's always after you yes. give me money now. Give me more the, money and then you'll well, uh, even, not be a victim. Even psychologically. Um, yes. That's what I'm saying. What you said worked on works on many levels because psychologically what they're selling to these guys is the exact same thing that third wave and neo-feminism since the, since the late 80s into the 90s has been selling to women, this status as the perpetual victim. This, right. this idea that, that there is no, that, there, that you are always put upon and being attacked. This is, the, this, is the, this is why they spend so much time obsessing about the culture of toxic masculinity. This idea that, that like, masculinity's under attack because of all of this other shit. They're selling that victim narrative to men. Yes. Yes. And the reason they need to do that is because if you can create a bunch of people who have, uh, who feel like they're always a hundred percent victimized and there's no way for them to pull themselves out of that uh, state, then the only option they have left is a savior, right? That's all they have left at that point. And that creates the groundwork uh, for uh, quote unquote saviors to rise up and try to pull them out of the rut, and I what will that be, means is preying on impressionable people. I That's will be your messiah. Almost. I will lift you, yes. the Western yes, man, exactly. from the from from the from the depths of feminization. I will lift yes, exactly. you, the Western man. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly what they do. Because once they laid that groundwork, once they uh, feed into you, once they feed into a person's um, beliefs that, oh, well, I'm a victim society. And again, this all might be true. It all might very well be true that someone very well is a victim and that society did fuck them over in some way. Yeah, but sure. these people who are trying to like uh, be their savior, quote unquote, are doing this for perverse uh, reasons. Yes. They're doing this so that they can exploit these people uh, into g- giving them money and also gain a following. So it's, it's not just material. It's also psychological. Right. Uh, it's, so it's, you, a, it's very much, you, you mentioned cults earlier. It's very much a sort of cult psychology. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And what they do uh, too, it, it's inherently dishonest, which is one of the things mm-hmm. that bothers me the most about it is if these guys were honest about who they are, if these guys were honest about what they thought it means to be a man, if these guys were honest mm-hmm. with themselves, even, um, yeah, that that it would it would not be as insulting. I would still think they're wrong, but it would not be as insulting. What they what they are though is they are liars. I mean, this is something that we talked yeah. about a long time ago with Jack Murphy. When ja- when all that stuff came out about Jack Murphy getting pegged and being a cuck and all this other stuff, nobody would give a fuck. If his whole grift wasn't, right. don't do these things. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 
If his if that wasn't his whole grift, nobody would have cared. If his if his response if that wasn't his grift and his response when all that stuff came up was fuck you. I mean, part of I mean, if he if he said if he said something along the lines of part of being a man is not giving a fuck what you idiots think about right. what I do. I do what right, I fucking exactly. want. Right. Like like if if that was the if that was his response and if his whole grift wasn't about lambasting that shit. Nobody would have cared. I mean, people would have still called him a cuck because it's funny, but nobody would have actually cared. Right. But, but it, it, he, he can't do that. He can't it, because it's yeah. deeply hypocritical and a lie at, at bottom. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it's really funny, too, because, like, I, I often think about, like, okay, at what point could the, because we were talking about before, like, you know, uh, the parasocial sunk cost, uh, that's a very good term, by the way. That's really, really good. Um, but I, I, it's also like, I wonder at what point, how far would their savior have to go before they're like, oh, wait a minute. We, this is not good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, like at uh, point, I think there will always be true believers. Sure. Be true believers to the very end. Um, but I think for most of them, a violent rape caught in 4K would, would be what yeah. it took for a lot of them. Because there's, I would hope so. because there's a lot of this that's where, where like, even, even with the sex trafficking thing, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to come to his defense and say, well, I mean, what's the difference he, between, uh, he wasn't sex trafficking anybody at all. He was a pimp and there's a difference, man. Right. Like th- there's two different things, man. He was just pimping. And it's like, dude, just stop defending him. It's not hard. Right. <laughs> it's like uh you're you're betting that you're betting that this technicality is actually a technicality and you're betting all you're putting all your eggs in that basket oh yeah <laughs> it's like um oh well <laughs> he went interesting strategy con let's see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly he did this thing andrew tate look andrew tate did a thing mm-hmm. and i don't know why he did it um i'm i'm thinking it's probably for sociopathic reasons um, but he did the thing where he converted to Islam. Yes. Yes. And his whole justification for doing so was polygamy. Right. I, yeah. I, I feel like that is just like a shield he's pulling up in front of him. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that he can be like, no, no, look, look. Uh, and again, I, I, I am like, if you want to be a polygamist, then fine. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I that's not care, my yeah. point, but it's like, but he's using this as a whole. Look, see, there's precedent for it. It's here. See, right, this old right. Tradition. If you critique me, then you're critiquing this old tradition. And then you're just trying to like, you know, ride the coattails of something else. He was also, he also pointed right. to the more patriarchal aspects of that religion as yes. being like, uh, uh, uh almost inherent aspects of masculinity like islam is 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 inherently a more masculine religion because of those patriarchal aspects of that religion and it's like yeah i'm not sure about that bud (laughs) yeah yeah and that's my point about like giving advice to young impressionable men that is indistinguishable from sociopathy yes it's like no oh so you know to be a real man means that oh so you want to you think or at least you're insinuating that treating women as a subtype of property in some sense at the very least is the most masculine thing you can do. It's like, Hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of it too, a lot of these guys, what, what 
they talk about the role of man. They talk about like the role of a, of a man, like in the household, like you're supposed to be a leader uh-huh. and you're supposed to be, you're supposed to, your, your family's supposed to follow you and you're supposed to, you're supposed to be effectively, you're supposed to make all the important decisions. Um, what, what, what is never surprising, but always funny to me is that nobody would follow these guys for a minute. Like, like it, it, you point to. Oh. I mean, even in pop culture, right? If you know, I'm I'm sad to say that I know quite a bit about the Sister Wives television show, uh, <laughs> because let me tell you something about <clears throat> let me tell you something about uh, women in high pressure jobs. Okay, <laughs> there is a there is a clear pattern of women in high pressure jobs who love trashy reality TV. <laughs> love it because it's it's it is meaningless it is without any weight it is uh it's it is absolute it is relaxing in that way it's vapid oh, sure. yeah, yeah. and relaxing right and there is a there's this is a clear definable pattern like there's there there's a whole sub community of women in high pressure jobs who love trashy reality tv i say this because uh lady jane loves it uh she fucking yeah. loves that makes sense to me though. Like, yeah. yeah it's like it's like you know a comfort show or something like exactly that, it's just like yeah exactly and so she uh she would watch that show and i would watch it with her and one of the reasons that i that i actually kind of enjoyed watching it was because you can watch this man who is at least appears to be impotent like like not in a literal sense but in like a like a like in a in a social sense he is yeah. he his he is not a man who commands the respect that a patriarch right in a literal sense mm-hmm. would command in order to earn that level of responsibility and leadership right right yeah he, he yeah. nobody would follow him and nobody has he's lost his most of his family now they've his wives have left him uh he's left with one now i think um and it is, but but and it's always these guys. It's always these guys who yeah. talk about like how men are supposed to be leaders and men are supposed to be strong and men are supposed to be all these things. Yeah. And it's just like your whole philosophy is getting your bitch in line, but you can't do that. You can't even accomplish like, that. Yeah, their personalities are so terrible uh, that it's like no one would want to voluntarily follow you. Right. Like you know, if you want to say, well, uh, you know, you're supposed to be a leader. Well, that implies you have to earn the respect of people who would willingly follow you. Yes, that's what that means. Yes. If you're doing it by coercion, then you're a ruler. Right. Uh, but but it, it, so if you're doing if you want to like lead, then you that implies you must earn the respect of other people. And he doesn't he the, I, I've never heard, like heard these types of people. Well, I've heard. I don't want to make generalizations, but like a lot of these like more like uh, Andrew Tate types of the world. They're always like, no, you just got to get them in lane get them in line. You got to, right. you know, uh, tell them what's what. And it's like, well, if you do that, uh, maybe that'll work on some people. But certainly, I don't think it would work on the mass majority of people. I don't think, uh, like, in in a personship anyway. Right. Like, I don't think you would say, like, you know, uh, yeah. This is another thing my dad told me. We were talking about these guys, and my dad said, everybody quotes, everybody quotes the two or three verses that talk about how a woman's supposed to be submissive to her husband and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Everyone quotes those two or three verses, but nobody quotes right. the dozen or dozens of verses about how a man is supposed to lead. <laughs> about how you're supposed to take that role and what you're supposed to do with it. Like like about about what being a good leader of your house means. Nobody talks about those. 
Everyone just talks about the couple of verses that say, eh, women, just do what you're told. <laughs> right. It's like those things are meaningless without one another. Right. You, you can't have, you, you cannot expect a woman to follow a man who does not earn the right to be followed. Like, right. it, yeah. it's just like, not, right. if that's the dynamic you want, you have to earn it. Right, exactly. And then once you start acting in a, in a way where you no longer command uh, respect, then it's like, yeah, they're not going to respect you. So yeah. Like, like what? Like, yeah. And they <laughs> shouldn't. It would be detrimental to themselves yeah, to do so. Right, exactly. So all these types of people who are, and you know, it, it's very funny too, because like um, for a lot of these like, you know, alpha male Chad bro types uh, who like, you know, it, it's the type of, if you have to say it, then you probably aren't. So, right. you know, it's these types of people who uh, uh, who go on and on and talk about like how, yeah, you just have to get people in line. You have to make your family fall in line. But it's like if you're going to if you say you're going to lead, then you have to give them reasons to want to follow you. Yeah. If you're just acting like a complete prick to them, then it's like, gee, huh, I bet they don't want anything to do with you. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, they, they treat leadership as if it's a uh, there's, the, the, there's a problem with with the masculinity grift in that it sees leadership as a um, as a kind of unipolar sort of source of authority. Right. Right. Um, right. You're just commanding people to do things and they do them. Right. When in reality, <laughs> uh, if you're in a position of authority and I've observed many, many people in positions of authority. Uh, while not being under their authority, which matters, it changes the way you see what they do. Um, but you watch people in positions of authority. Good leaders don't treat leadership that way. Good leaders right. treat it as a as a sort of team effort that that your 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 leadership is a a broad view kind of thing. But you are not. A god you are not the dictator the and this feedback matters and is important and you need it yes and, and you see this all the time in you can find this in any aspect of life like any type of social organization and this is going to sound like very, a very mundane example but i used to play mmos all the time right sure and uh, the whole concept of mmos is um social cooperation in doing certain tasks Right. Sure. So like uh, mo most MMOs require you to group up or squad up with multiple players uh, to accomplish a certain uh, mission or, you know, dungeon raid, whatever. Um, and I've seen it multiple times over and over again. And I think this is applicable to practically anything. I don't think it's unique to MMOs where it's like the people who are in like in a group and, and uh, assume a leadership position and just treat all the players like, you know, uh, dicks or something like that. Uh, those people just no longer play with that person. Yeah, uh, they no longer associate with them. Uh, and you find the, the other people who don't see themselves as you know the leader by title or some shit. Uh, uh, they command much more respect, and people are much more amenable. Yeah, to that's a, it's an, it's interesting uh, you point that it's out. A it's a great intuitive. Yeah, it's, it's a counterintuitive way. Well, it's a great illustration of kind of in a social microcosm how this works. The the yeah. the people who treat. Something like that, right? Like, like, let's say you're running a raid or whatever. The yeah. people who treat it like a... The people who treat it like a cooperative effort, the yes. people who want everyone to succeed, the people who yeah. are, are, are willing to be flexible, and, and, and so they are the ones that people want to play with. Yes. They are the ones that people want to... And they are the ones that find success. 
like yes. the like the, the, the if you have a, a, a people who are in those groups who try to act like no 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 I, I, no this is how we're gonna do it this is how we're gonna do it here's your role here's your role here's your role this is what we're doing yeah it's like that's and not, then you, when you chide them if they make a mistake or something or you get at them or you know you have to bring them in line yeah people just don't like that they're not going to follow you anymore you know what i mean because it breaks the cooperative enterprise it yes, makes it exactly. it makes it competitive and it it's turns into a power it's asymmetrical game. at that point right it's like you're attacking the enemy you're attacking your team rather than the enemy that you're supposed to be cooperating uh with to defeat you know whatever the the the, the uh ai throws at you right you exactly I mean? and so growing right. that like apply, applying that that sort of social microcosm in this sort of context it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like you you need to see this is something that uh, look i'm i'm fortunate fortunate to have had um parents who were mindful of the example of a relationship that they were showing my brother and i um mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who 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 do not have that and 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 um i i uh i i wish they did it's a, it's a it's a it's a very valuable thing to have had that okay and but mm-hmm. one of the things that i picked up from it is that kind of relationship is a cooperative enterprise it has to be treated like a cooperative enterprise the the it's almost as if it's almost as if the relationship is a third party right yes the relationship itself is a third party that has to be nurtured and cared for and 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 the health of which you have to care about um separate and apart from you know your your partner spouse whatever uh and and these dudes don't see it that way yeah, and or, or and at least the they don't tell other men to see it that way. And also from the perspective of the, a relationship as a third party, um, you actually don't see that much of a distinction between the leader and the other people. Not, right. There's some distinction, but not not as much as like a, a leader by like title or claim or something like that, right? Because if if you if you're thinking about this from the perspective of the relationship as the third party, then it requires both um, both people on both ends of that relationship to essentially plug in to accommodate each other exactly uh, plug in to cooperate with each other in order to form the third party of the relationship so you still have this almost like peer-to-peer uh scenario right even with that uh so it, it very much is like i, I don't uh, the degree to which someone is a leader versus not i think is very small and conditional I would and like I, it's very I, conditional. Absolutely, I, and, and I would. Fluid, fluid is what fluid is a better term. Fluid yeah. is very fluid. Yes, absolutely. I would, I would, I would cite my dad as as sort of an example of a biblical family leader. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really would. <clears throat> he he fits all the all of the tropes of that. And 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 so, f- having seen how that functions, one of the most important things that you have in that is the faith of your spouse. My 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 dad made poor decisions before. Uh, uh, primarily, he didn't want to sell his Enron stock. <laughs> like this is a very real life thing. He chose not to sell his Enron stock. He will tell you that was a poor decision. Um, he was sure it wouldn't go to zero. He was sure of all this stuff that was, and it failed miserably. And and they lost their life savings. Right, my parents did. Um, so the all of this is is. An example of this idea that you're not 
And that's something else that these masculinity grifters never say is they don't talk about failure and what that means in this dynamic. The the inevitability of failure has to be offset by the faith that you'll make it right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, for example, just like that, my, my mom watched my dad make that choice Mm -hmm. and a couple of other choices that, that she disagreed with all of the while knowing if it goes wrong, he'll fix it. Right. That's the kind of faith that you need to earn in order to have that level of of being a, quote, leader of a house, right? And you can only develop that kind of, you can really only develop that kind of faith in a person if you've seen them in the past or you know their character uh, to a certain extent to know that that is a choice that they, they will make. Exactly. Right? And that determines, that that makes it so they have to acquire that that they have to earn that faith through their actions in some sense. Right. Um, but you don't just, you're not just owed. You're not owed right. being followed by a woman yeah, I'm because the you married her. Title that's, yeah. I'm the title or I'm the leader. Cause I have this title that says I'm the leader. And that means you have to do what I say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, one, in real space, like, like, you know, there's obviously, you know, when we're talking about the state, there's obviously, you know, a, a bunch of other factors that uh, fall into like why people obey the state. Um, but in a like in an interpersonal, a very like microcosmic, um, like interpersonal, uh, relationship where there's like not much cost to leaving the relationship people don't put up with that shit no uh most of the time no I, I, there are you know abuse spouses that do you know do that but uh there are externalities people, like, the there cost, though that are not accounted yeah. for by those variables I, like yes yeah, yeah 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 but but like in the in a general sense most people just do not put up with that type of from people absolutely not uh, they're like yeah no who, who you're just another person who are you to talk to me like this right and they don't they yeah they they just don't put up with it they don't these these masculinity grifters do not focus on the responsibility that it takes to earn leadership right yes and they also reject outright the notion that you don't necessarily have to be the final say in anything like uh, there's <laughs> there's value in taking um counsel if you if right. if if you're a person who if you're a person who does see yourself as like a household leader or whatever uh if you if you want to take on that role if you see yourself that way um learn how to take counsel right because well, you, you can't like, you can't make all the decisions so certain, what makes you so certain just because you are a man biologically that you're going to make the right decision right. i don't see any correlate to that just you know what i mean so it's just such a weird uh a weird well you have to be the final decision maker it's like well maybe in some cases you'll be correct but others you won't be right i I don't see like why that is a contingent factor upon uh what you're proposing i think that's one of the things that attracted andrew tate to the and sort of almost fundamentalist sort of islam that he seems to have Mm -hmm. appreciated is this idea that leadership becomes a birthright as opposed to an earned position right 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 yeah and it's it's not that that's not that's not a uh, well clearly clearly that is not a recipe for success. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> because he is he is currently sitting in a cell in Romania. <laughs> right. I mean, you also see this. You know, a lot of people talk about this like evolutionary, uh, evolutionarily speaking, where it's like, well, you know, there's the alpha, the hierarchy, uh, and then everyone else falls in line. 
that's not that's actually not necessarily the case. No, a lot of times. A lot of times the 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 person who is at the quote unquote the top of the hierarchy is there because they uh, they essentially earned the respect of the others in the pack. Um, when you have, I think they, they did a study on this with the chimpanzees, whereas when you have a, a quote unquote leader or a, you know, quote unquote alpha of the pack start, you know, attacking uh, the people lower in the hierarchy, they gang up on them and kill them. Yes. <laughs> like that's, that happens in uh, the animal kingdom. So it's like, yeah, this is not just, you know, uh, some fluke or something like that. Right. Exactly. It's a, there is a, um. <laughs> there the uh i'm i'm reticent <clears throat> based on some conversations that occurred, we, sh- we will actually this leads into it relatively easily but based on some conversations that have occurred recently i'm reticent to call attention to this but uh in a case selected species where where the female controls sexual access right reproductive access mm-hmm. um the the idea that the alpha right is is just doing whatever the fuck they want and everyone else is doing what they're told uh, doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> in in exactly that kind of situation, you have to earn the right to reproduce. Right. In a case selected situation like this, uh, like humans, so uh, uh, it, even even the notion that it's biologically inherent that men are leaders is. Uh, wrong <laughs> it's right. just, yeah. it doesn't it's not the case you're, you're, there's no default yeah. position by which a man should be followed um yes it, it, biologically speaking even you have to earn the right to reproduce as a man right. and, and you 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 don't right. you don't get to there if you is don't. no birthright yeah. exactly so it's one of those things that i mean even when they try to appeal to biology they do it wrong right yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate, and I've said this before, I hate all arguments that start with, well, human nature, and then it ends there. It's yeah, like, right. Uh, just, I, I, whenever someone says that, it's the most weaselly, cowardly, uh, like, retort of all time, in my view. Because when people say human nature, each person has some some other idea of what they mean by that term. Like, And essentially, every time I've heard someone speak about that, who is not like, you know... Uh, an academic or something like that. Even academics do this. Uh, it'll be like, well, human nature, which is just happens to exactly coincide with what I believe. About yeah. Human, yeah. human nature <laughs> just happens to agree exactly with my priors. I yes. mean, doesn't that make perfect exactly. sense? <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's just well, look, like, that's why I um, don't make the cornerstone of my argument. I was in a conversation with the other day. Uh, I was having a conversation with the other day. No, I wasn't. I was having a conversation <laughs> with a friend the other day. And, um, uh, and and I, I, he had asked me, we hadn't spoken in a little bit, and he asked me sort of about anarchism and stuff like this. And yeah. and one of the things I told him was, and, and, you know, we went through sort of the moral logic behind it all. And, and, and he started asking very practical questions. And, and one, of the, one of the things that I told him was this. I, I said, look, I have answers to those practical questions. Um, but I don't like to, I said, I don't make those practical answers the cornerstones of my argument for for one very simple reason and that is i'm not sure i can i can point to the moral animal all day long i can point to the social leap all day long and i can cite these books and talk about how humans are 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 better suited to this kind of social organization than that and i can do that all day 
I'm not positive about that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to make the argument if I need to, but but I'm going to preface it with assuming all of this is correct about humans than this. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually that is uh, exactly my philosophy when I'm answering. Questions on anarchism is that um, like when you think about it, right? Uh, like you can make arguments about incentives, right? Because ultimately there are no guarantees whatsoever uh, right. in, on like 99% of things. So when we, when we start at that basis, we can say, okay, well, there are incentives. Here are the incentives and here's how they align to show why this is likely to happen. But I'm not making the case that it will, um, right? I, I can't make that case. I can't know and show 100% that this will happen. But I right. can certainly uh, make a, a much stronger argument, in my view, that uh, the state acts in ways in which we would all find wrong if you or I did it. I think that is a very strong case, considering that most people have moral intuitions that they don't go out and murder or, rape or kill or steal from people, but they're fine when the state does it. So but how does the state get that? Go ahead. Exactly. No, no, I think you're exactly right. But that's why I, that's, that's why to me, I find those argue, arguments equally um, uncompelling when they come from other people. This argument that like, well, because we have to have this or that because human nature dictates thus. And it's like, oh, I'm right. not, I don't find that compelling for the same reason. I don't find it compelling when I say that. It's like, it's right. not, it, it's not, how do you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And again, you like, you know, oftentimes, like, people who have really bad experience, a lot of people will just, like, make a blanket generalization that, oh, well, people are bad. Or people, on the other end, people who have just good experiences, people will say, oh, well, people are good, uh, you know, because they're, but they're, because their only frame of reference is just, um, how, what they've experienced it goes back to what we were saying before about like you know um the media when you hyper focus on one thing uh it's going to appear like that is a, a, a dominant thing right. that, that thing is dominant and the things in the foreground are like you know margins or marginal but when but when that thing's not being focused on you pull the camera back all the way and not one single thing has priority you have a much grander picture exactly um, of the whole thing exactly it, it, it i i'm so for for exactly those reasons, I'm reticent to make those arguments about, yeah. well, biologically speaking, people are this way, blah, 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 blah. But I think there's enough support behind right. the idea that, that in case election, you have to earn reproduction. That's kind of definitional. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, yeah. If you buy into the other stuff in evolutionary biology, then you kind of have to buy into that as well, <clears throat> or you have to throw the whole thing out. Right. Um, but in any case, uh, so the, another reason I was reticent to make that argument, uh, uh, are you aware that it's, that it's, uh, apparently, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even want to say the next one. Apparently it's okay to rape kids or sexually assault kids as long as they're boys. Oh yeah. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> it's funny you brought that up uh unprompted out of nowhere no reason. Uh, and there so, are i've heard i've been told there are very good biological reasons for this <laughs> yes yeah um so yeah i don't know who anyone who knows who scott Greer is um um but i um so there is a video going around she do, who was the actress in the video? She was 19. I don't even remember. Was it, uh, oh shit. Was it Demi Moore? Now I can't remember. It might have been, no, I think it was Demi Moore. I think it was. Yeah. So it was a video of Demi Moore when she was 19, 19 years old, um, kissing a 15 year old. Right. Um, and, and the 15 year old looks, does not, he looks kind of like, 
uh, not not into it. it. Yeah, not like just like awkward. It's yeah. very like weird, weirded out, and awkward. Um, and you had all these people who were like, "Oh yeah, that kid was so lucky." You know, all yeah, all this stuff. Right. Uh, yes, where it's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you. I thought you people who were saying that it doesn't matter what the kid says or what they like." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're always the same people who make fun of libertarians because they, they think the libertarian position is, well, what if the kid consents? That was you the know? motivation uh, behind the original account that posted it. I can't remember who it was, but um, that was the motivation behind posting it. She was trying to call attention to the she was playing. She was playing into groomerism and all right. this stuff. This 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 constant cl- clarion call of everyone's a groomer. Right. Yeah. Uh, right, right. But only when it's done to, uh, uh, like, underage females. That was and, the reaction. Like, that, that was, like, is... Scott Grew's reaction to it was, like, yeah, this isn't, this doesn't count as the thing that I think everyone is doing because reasons. Right. And and, it, was, uh, uh, it was fascinating when, to see. When I pointed this out, a lot of his followers um, uh, were, like, well, that's because men and women are different. It's, like, um, oh, okay. okay. They're, they're different, <laughs> but what makes you think that difference correlates to therefore there should be a different standard for this those are not the same thing no right like a rock and a and a tree branch are different they can both be murder weapons uh, so just saying well they're different okay i mean that doesn't mean the, the, the underlying principle right uh, you know it doesn't mean the underlying principle has to be different and you know because they were saying that well you know uh oh god i'm trying to like go back in my mind like all the dumb shit they said it It was was a very similar argument this is the same kind of argument okay while you while you think of that this is the exact same argument when when kyle rittenhouse was being prosecuted one of the things that the fat fuck prosecutor with the ill-fitting suit said um not the not the not the skinny twinkie prosecutor the fat the fat fuck with the bad suit um what he said was he tried to uh, he tried to imply that Kyle should not have shot at the guy whose arm he fucking blew off because he had a handgun and Kyle had a rifle. Oh, and right. a rifle in a, it's like it's rock, it. paper, scissors with firearms. Rifle beats handgun automatically. So <laughs> he wasn't actually threatened by the handgun because yeah, they're different. Yeah. That's the yeah, exact same argument. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. Yeah, they're different, Dean. They're just different. They're just different. Like, they're just different. And, you know, you if that is truly your argument, you can just say that about anything. Yeah. Oh, why should, you know, why uh, is there this standard and this standard? Well, those things are different. Well, if you want to get really, like, uh, splitting hairs here, on a fiscal level, nothing is unique to anything else. Like, everything is different in some things, even copies of yeah. things. So, exactly. So if you want to like say this, then we can just have, there's no such thing as a double standard because everything has its own standard. Because everything's different. Uh, and here's yeah, the thing, too. Different. If you want to make an argument, if you want to, I would even accept this, perhaps without agreeing, but accept if you want to make an argument that there are real, tangible, biological differences between men and women that makes it okay to sexually assault a 15-year-old boy and not a 15-year-old girl. If you want to make that argument, make that argument. <laughs> Don't just say they're different. You have to tell me right. the differences and why those are justifications for this different standard. So, yeah. Some people w- were saying that, well, uh, men in- enjoy it more. But it's like, okay, um, you're going to have to provide me with some actual sources 
Because, and, and not even generality. Because you have to show me that this child in the video that enjoyed particular it. That particular kid. Yeah. That particular kid. Because what other, what other men or women uh, feel like in, if they were put in that position is irrelevant. <laughs> if, if, if your argument is that, well, if your argument is that it's okay because they enjoyed it, uh, and that only applies to males, I guess. <laughs> it has to only apply to males because it's a real can of worms if it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Then it's, then they, if they just do that, then it's just circular at that point. But anyway, um, it, it only has to apply to males uh, for their argument to work. Um, and so you have to tell me that that kid it, it enjoyed it. But uh, now from the video, it doesn't look like it. Uh, no. But anyway. No, it looks like my um, little brother at a Hooters. There was a time when, uh, when, when we were kids, uh, not super, super young, but not super old. My brother was, he went, my brother, my, my parents sent my brother to a Christian school for a little bit. Um, partially to get him out of the environment he was in in the public school, but also, uh, just because. And he was real repressed about stuff. And it was like psychologically bad for him. Like he saw my dad drinking a beer one time and freaked out. Like that's, that's the kind of environment this was. Um, and so my parents didn't really understand. They didn't really know that this level of repression was going on. And so one time we went to Hooters and my, my brother was just embarrassed the whole time. Uh-huh. And, and, and I, I, and he was probably, he was probably 12, maybe mm-hmm. 11, something like that. Not, you know, he wasn't like, you know, five, right? Right. Um, sure. So we're, we're at this restaurant. He's just embarrassed the whole time. And it's one of those things where it, it, I think that was a moment actually for my parents where they kind of were like, wait a minute, what are you, what, what are you being told that's causing you to respond this way to a Hooters? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, sure. wh- what is it that you're, that you're experiencing that's causing you to respond to this way? And it was one of those things, especially at that age, like he was old enough that it shouldn't have been like a big deal or otherwise they wouldn't have gone. You know what I mean? I tell the story all the time about my parents taking us out of a restaurant because the atmosphere was too horny. Like we just left a restaurant because the atmosphere was far too horny for the age that we were. Um, And this was after that. This was long after that. So... Uh, it was, it was such a strange thing, but exactly in that sense, I enjoyed it. I I was having a great time at the Hooters. (laughs) My brother was embarrassed as hell. We're not the same person. And if Demi Moore kissed me at 15, I might be way fucking into it. And my brother would be fucking red faced and, and fucking trying to dive into the nearest well. Men and women are different, but no man is different from any other man. Exactly. That's the <laughs> argument. That's their argument. That is their argument. Yes. That's the, that's the entire argument. And it, it, what, one of the things that, that really got to me about it was, and yeah. I think I figured something out about these guys. And that is they don't make decisions by appealing to principles. They don't make decisions no, no. by appealing to greater moral realities. Like the concept of consent is. Yeah. In any scenario. It's like the concept of the reason that it's, it's the same to sexually assault a 15 year old boy and a 15 year old girl is because of that concept of consent. We sort of admit that, that there are questions about 
consent in that situation that that are uh, in in large part, at least in a broad sense, unanswerable. And thus, that's out of bounds. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. we, we can't really say that that's good or fine. Um, but that's appealing to that concept. They appeal to what they imagine the possible resulting trauma could be. Right. Or, or yeah, or like what they think about another person. If they like, they're trying to imagine what it's like to be another person, but they seem to can't, they they seemingly can't imagine that someone else could be different from them psychologically. Uh, so so it puts them in this weird space where all they have to go on is uh well, well i would like it uh you know if I, that was me or sure you know you know whatever that is uh but it, and it also uh, i think and also this I, this is really funny so whenever you see some of these people make this argument uh go into their page hit the search bar at the top of their page and type in groomer and you will find hilarious posts. Uh, yeah. Uh, all uh, these people quote, uh, <laughs> quote, groomer, end quote, from colon, their name. And yeah. then just just scroll. It's fun. It's super fun. Oh, you can actually, at least on mobile, you can actually put the little uh, magnifying glass on, and it'll just... Oh, it automatically it. does that on their it page? It automatically does it for you, yeah. Oh, I always type it manually. God damn. Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can just go to their page and just put hit the magnifying glass, and it'll just type in the it'll does this for you now oh, i don't wow. think it was always like that but it doesn't now yeah. okay well look at me being a fucking boomer <laughs> no, yeah all so many of these people are such hypocrites about this oh yeah uh but now of course their argument would be well no we're not being hypocrites just men and women are different uh right so, um another argument they gave was um was that well um you know uh men are just more aggressive uh and more you know uh, and women are just kind of meek. And, the you know, one that blew—that so was the one that blew me away yeah. the most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, there was a guy who was quoting, and this this shocked me. I'll be honest with you, this shocked me. There was a guy who was quoting what what I what I see as at least in 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 uh, in polite society, long dismissed mid nineties uh, third wave. Uh, propaganda about how the verb fuck applies only to men. Yes, yes. That that women as that women are uh, are immutably receivers of sexual action. Yes, and that um, and this this was a this was a this was a a a, a academic sort of propaganda that was designed in the in the late eighties and into the nineties. In order to facilitate the position that women are perpetually victims, and that um, that that women have no age, no sexual agency, and what this was the core of was the old the old the third waiver sort of position. Still, some people still hold it to this day that all sex is rape, that all right. all sex between men and women is rape, definitionally because women are receptive parties in every sexual right. act ever. Isn't it crazy that if you just change all the definitions of a word in a sentence, then you can make it mean something else? <laughs> exactly. <crazy. laughs> it's weird how that happens. But it's, <laughs> but this dude was quoting that. Yeah. And he yeah. was saying like <laughs> men, like like uh, men, not just men, but he was saying postpubescent males, which is uh, you're yeah. fucking copping out, dude. Like you're you're yeah. you're you're basically saying that a that a 14 year old boy and a 20 year old boy are the same thing, or a 20 year old man are the same thing, and that's not right. True. 
<laughs> but right. um, not even to speak of their individual psychology. Exactly. They're just yeah, just just, as just men biologically. Exactly. On the whole, um, but and he so he's describing this this way, and and he's saying that like men uh, are inherently sexual aggressors, basically. Um, and so it's impossible, basically making the argument that it's yeah. impossible to rape men. I, I remember him saying this, that, well, you know, he could have resisted. He could have overpowered. But one, one, um, you, even if, a, even if a, a rape victim does not resist the rapist, that doesn't mean she wasn't raped. How many times have we had to make this argument? It's, uh, like, you, you just, especially this is a this yeah. is the analogy that's used for for yeah. for all the people who say that you have some sort of moral uh duty to kill the government it's like no i'm not right. i don't feel like martyring myself and they'll say well then you're yeah. not actually a victim of it it's consensual it's like but nobody's not says, killing them you're consenting exactly yeah. <laughs> this is the same logic yes it is it is the exact same logic it's like, well, uh, the boy didn't physically like push her away, so therefore he must have been consensual. Like, uh, hold I, on, I, 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 it just it blows me away, uh, dude. It blows yeah. me away every time I hear that shit. I'm like, come on. Yeah, it, it's so like I don't. It's mind-boggling to me. Uh, also, also the the idea that you know, uh, you know. All uh, you know, um, post-pubescent uh, boys could overpower an adult female. That's not necessarily true. No, <laughs> like that's that's one. That's not necessarily true. Two, um, they're not required to like for it can still be like uh, a, you know some type of an assault without it actually without resist physical is actually happening. Right. Like, <laughs> this is the this is the thing that I uh, I. I this is why, um, in in a, in a general sense, and some people still try and do it and stuff like that. But this is why, generally, you're not going to um, like if you're defending a rape case, you're not going to bring up whether or not the person resisted. Right. <laughs> yeah. You you don't do that. Used to. Yeah. Used to. It was brought up all the time, and then everybody kind of realized, um, oh, that's not like that's yeah. not <laughs> legitimate as an argument. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and so it's not it's not done anymore. It's looked down on. Right. It's it's not something yeah. that's considered to be a good argument. It, it, yeah. Which is which it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just like what I what like after if you've been assaulted on what you do after that has nothing to do with whether it was assault. It's not like it retroactively changes it. Right. Uh, Right. So it's it's just like it's it's a wild And it's the same it's, it's also, the same okay. argument about, to your point. It's yeah. the same argument that's made in situations like if you remember Mattress Girl, okay? Um uh-huh. the Mattress Girl story was I'm so glad she disappeared because she started trying to do a libertarian grift uh after oh, no. after yeah, after she after she got blown out um when all of the actual evidence came out um in that case and she got blown away. She tried to start doing like a libertarian grift, like almost like, oh, I learned my lesson and now I believe these things. And, and uh-huh. she was largely been ignored and, and which is a good thing. I, I don't think um, I don't think she was acting in good faith. If she was, I'm sorry, but I, I just don't have any faith that she was telling the truth. Um, uh, 
But but th- that it, her story was that um, she had claimed to have been sexually assaulted, and she carried around on her on her yeah. college campus. She carried her mattress around on her back. Yes. Uh, those shitty prison mattresses they give college students. Um, yeah. and she was carrying this around the campus to try and make a point. And eventually, it came out that she had had text message conversations with um with her friends and stuff about how she was going to fuck this guy. And she was so excited about it and all this other stuff. Um, and, and she didn't really fight that. She just kind of took the L on it. Cause she could have said, mm-hmm. well, I was going to, and then decided not to. And then I was assaulted. Like she could have said that she didn't. Right. Um, it, it, it basically, her story fell apart and it's the exact same argument, uh, that, that you were pointing out that, you can't retroactively make an assault not an assault, and you can't retroactively right. make consensual, consensual sex rape. You can't. Right. You can't do it. You can't change the nature of the act in the moment retroactively. Right. Right. It doesn't work, and we believe that. I mean, these these same people would make that exact argument with regard to Mattress Girl, but they would not make it in the context that we're talking about now. And it's fascinating right. to me. It's like it, the logical yeah. works one way based upon whatever, whatever their gut tells them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and also like if their standard is, well, you know, also one of them actually, one of them tried to throw out uh, that males develop into adults quicker. And that's the opposite of true. That's like, not so, the case at all. Like that, like, it, like it, whether it now, maybe you don't believe in, in that science, but the studies do show, I'm going to throw out the term studies do show uh, that females develop into adulthood quicker than males mm-hmm. um, generally. Yeah. Sure. Cognitively. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cognitively. Yes. So, so that claim is not just wrong. It's 180 degrees. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, at least, at least based on any evidence that they could point out. Because yes. any yeah. any evidence they could point to would just be anecdotal weirdness, and, and any evidence to the contrary is like scientific. Look, so, look, so if you throw out I, one I, side of that, you're throwing out the other necessarily. Yeah. Now, personally, there are obviously some males who do develop, uh, who do mature psychologically more uh, faster than certain females, right? So I'm not making a, a broad general uh, brush statement, but I think it's funny that this person made a, a general statement that was 180 degrees off. Uh, incorrect. I, I think part of it is that I think part of it is that they imagine the amount of trauma that a person's going to experience. Yes, and, and they have no reason to be. They have no to be in such a position where they can accurately say, "Oh yeah, this is how much this person would be psychologically damaged." Because that was also their argument. They're saying, "Well, females will be more psychologically damaged by it." Uh, well, it's like, well, one, uh, that's a broad generality. Um, two. Uh, you don't know that. Like you yeah, don't you know anything. Particular. You cannot know that. Uh, but you know what I mean. So it's like uh, they're just uh, postulating what they think a, a response might be, and, and that's all they're doing. So it, it's really, really. Uh, I view it completely dishonest, uh, truthfully. Just how much they're uh, uh, trying to stretch this. Because we're like, oh well, they're different. It's like, oh, fantastic, wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I just can't. And here's the thing. I, I'm not I'm not convinced that this is the thing. If if that kid was made uncomfortable, mm-hmm. then what was done in that video was wrong. I think right. that's I think that is fair to say in a blanket in, in, in like a blanket mm-hmm. sense. 
Um, but what I, I'm not convinced that I would even say that necessarily in every case. I'm not convinced that, 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 that I would hold that consistently applying it to people for whom it may not be true. I had, uh, yeah, I had a person in the con- in my comments from this um, insinuating that I believe that uh, Demi Moore should be wood, uh, thrown in a wood chipper. And it's like, dude, I don't know where you were, like what you're reading, but I never implied that. <laughs> Not a Nor single time. Nor did you time. make that argument as a matter of course. I mean, this is, right, this, exactly. is this for, for I, I suspect the same reason I don't. That yeah. that it's it's not helpful and it's it genuinely right. actually disguises the issue to just start saying wood chipper all the time. Um, right. Yes, if I, it's it's so no, no, that's not what's <laughs> being said here. What's being pointed out yeah. is the hypocrisy. Yeah, exactly. I'm pointing out the hypocrisy and I'm saying, hey, this looks pretty inappropriate <laughs> given the video. Uh, right. So, <laughs> that I that was that, all my argument was. It, yes, <laughs> and and that if you are going to be consistent. As yes. someone who's constantly saying groomer, and as you can see, if you fucking search groomer on these people pay, on these people's pages, you they are they they love it. If you're gonna um, be consistent Ted, in that, apply it here too. Uh, Ted, who's been on the show before, um, made a really really tweet about this um, uh, about this the other day. Uh, he quote tweeted my original tweet, and he was like, "If this was a 19 year old male." And a nineteen year or a fifteen year old male, these people would be apoplectic. Yes, exactly. It's not that. It's yeah. not that. It's not the gender of the person. That's absolutely true. It puts the lie to their whole yeah. argument that it's like, well, fifteen year old boys and fifteen yeah. year old girls are different. Okay, well then, why would you care if it were this way? Because we know you would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they would be outraged uh, by that if, yes. if that was. Uh, that was what had happened. Uh, but of course, you know, uh, by their own standards, if, well, men are just, you know, the same as all other men, then there should be no problem for that. But we yeah. all know they'd have one. Yeah, of course they would. Because, yeah. it, but because it's not based on any higher principle. It's based right. only on the fucking gut reaction of these fucking coomers who can't get over <laughs> the fact that they wanted to, that they thought their English teacher in eighth grade was hot. Like right, they, they, exactly. they can't get over that and and yeah. they see it the same way as they did then. Right. And also be like they, they're they're always saying, well, you know, I wish that would happen to me, but they don't know the mental effects that would have caused had it actually happened to them. So just because they think that they, you know, um, might have wanted that, they, they can't then therefore like retroactively say, oh, well, therefore it would have been fine. And they these, themselves don't know. They like, absolutely have no idea. Exactly. Yeah. And in all these stories of, of older women fucking these younger men, one of the things that's, that, is, that is disturbingly common among them is that these women will, will threaten to accuse these men of rape. Um, mm-hmm. These young men, these, these boys in some cases, um, they, will, they will threaten to accuse them of rape or of assault and, and in order to cover up for what they know is, is going to get them in trouble if they get caught. So the, Oh yeah, that was one of the guy's arguments that, uh, uh men couldn't be coerced into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Because we, but that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, I won't go so far as to say it's in every case, but it's, it is disturbingly common in those cases that, mm-hmm. that one of those, one of those women will, will be, will be, th- will threaten 
this this kid with the accusation of sexual assault um if if they if they talk if they speak mm-hmm. um and that's that just gets overlooked by all these guys who every time one of these stories comes out about a teacher who was fucking a kid, all they can say, Oh boy, fucking lucky. Oh, it's like, no, 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 dude. She threatened to ruin his life. Like she threatened to have him. He would have gone to jail. (laughs) Like people, people just believe chicks when they say that stuff. Like that's not, it's not that's the power of one of those accusations people just get mm-hmm. sent to fucking prison mm-hmm. even if it's not true yeah and and the, it's a it, it's it's incredibly disturbing to see that that's the reaction to it it's just like well what could she possibly do to coerce him or to or to threaten him or to otherwise fuck with him and it's like how about threatening to have his life absolutely burned to the ground <laughs> right and, and that's just on top of all the other ar- ways their argument doesn't work. Like, right. like, no matter what angle you look at their argument from, like, oh, yeah, this is a fatal flaw in it, uh, it seems. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, 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 that's such a good point. And I also, I do want to say that Ted, Ted from Gaslight Hour, he just knocked it out of the park with his, uh, Killed his it. analogy with, like, yeah, if this was a 19-year-old man and a 15-year-old uh, boy, uh, these people would lose their shit. Isn't that what Milo oh. got burned down for? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And also, what if it was a if it was a nineteen man uh, in drag and a fifteen year old boy? Oh my These god! People would uh, they they I don't know what they'd do, but they would be go insane. Uh, oh, it would be so, terrible. Yeah, into the world, into the world level. Shit. Yeah, yeah. If I recall correctly, Milo got burned down for. I think he said he was like fourteen or fifteen. Something like that, yeah. And and he was he was having a he was in a sexual relationship with a uh with an older guy. Yeah. Um and he was burned down for saying that he thought it was fine. That he had, he he, yeah. he enjoyed it and had a good time. Which right. I think uh, just like that, as a matter of principle, that's wrong. Right. Um but I don't understand why people burn down Milo for for coping with it in his way right I, that that's that, that always confused me that that uh-huh. that's what milo got burned down for was coping with the fact that an older person took advantage of him when he was young right yeah I, I, it seems so, it's so weird it's so fucking weird yeah. dude <laughs> yeah uh yeah these people are they're not consistent and it's like expect them to be really but yeah. they're, just, they're just going their gut at any given time they're uh they're whimsical in the sense that they go off their whims at whatever <laughs> yes it's not it's not whimsy it's it's being absolutely controlled by their whims <laughs> yes i can't it's it's if they wanted to make an argument with some substance i'd be willing to listen to it um sure i, I mean absolutely it's one of those things that that's a that's a confusing period um, I was actually uh, Necro was talking about this about like age gaps mm-hmm. and 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 when yeah. age gaps seem to matter more than 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 other times and and when when developmental uh, stages are closer together, age gaps really really matter. Um, mm-hmm. in, like intuitively, they 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 really feel like they matter a lot. Um, yeah. like like between fifteen and eighteen feels mm-hmm. like a huge fucking gap because developmentally right. it kind of is. Um, right. absolutely. 
but but you take that same thing, um, that same three years, and you move it on the other end of the spectrum, and it's 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 me and Lady Jane. Like Our I'm yeah. I'm 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 like two and a half years younger than her, so it it yeah. doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I thought about that too. It's interesting how like past a certain point, you just get like uh, diminishing returns of disgust, exactly, uh, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think it's because those developmental stages are more spread out at that time. So you're, yeah. you're more likely to be on someone's level uh, developmentally right. when, when you're older than, than when you're, you know, when the gap is 15 to 18, that is a wider gap than, than right. 28 to 31 or whatever. Right, right. Just like, you know, you could say like percentage wise of de- developmental, um, you know, mental capacity or so it, it's, it's, um, uh, not not necessarily exponential, but there, there's a wider gap than merely just years, right? We measure it in years, but really, it's, it's not a really um, what we're trying to measure is is cognitive development. Yes, that's what we're trying to measure when we're talking right. about years, right? And it confuses the conversation, <laughs> yes, because that's if we actually if if people were actually interested in having a, a real sort of sort of in really solving this in really drilling down on this and trying to solve this, the years thing would kind of go out the window and um for 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 one reason and one reason only, and that is that what we're actually concerned with is cognitive development right we're it's like we're using years as kind of like measuring stick or like water but the measuring stick is not the water itself right um, we're just using that as a general like uh, position and, and it induces inconsistency it induces inconsistency yes. such that it's legal if you have or and and morally unquestionable right uh, from a from this perspective for like a a 20 year old to have sex with an 18 year old right it's totally fine and nobody cares, even if that 18-year-old is cognitively 15. Right, yeah. It causes us to be okay with that without actually examining, like, no, 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 there's, that's actually a problem because that 18-year-old that, that is uh, uh, the age of 18, sure, but as far as average right. cognitive development goes, that 18-year-old's not 18. And, right. and, and this, it, this should be a problem. Yeah, your body and your mind don't necessarily age at the same time and same rate sometimes, uh, we see. Like, you know, there's some people who have the mental capacity, like like there's some people who are disa- me- like mentally disabled in like a clinical sense where uh, they have the, the mind of a child, uh, but they're in an older body. Right. right. Um, and yeah, that, that happens. And, uh, you know, uh, at that point, I, I would personally say that, no, I don't think they can consent. No, <laughs> uh, of course not. Uh, so, so yeah. So when you, when you have these things, there are obvious like edge cases or, or, you know, and, and like how, why those edge cases are, it's something to at least, uh, consider if you're serious about tackling this issue. Right. You have to you have to think about it. You can't just ignore yeah. it and act like it doesn't exist because it's right. dishonest. You can't have you can't have that kind of dishonesty if you're if you actually care about solving the problem. Um, right. Or, or or addressing it in any way that's going to make any real difference and, and actually protect people from being taken advantage of. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can't just pretend like that doesn't exist. Um, and to clarify, by the way, because I can already hear it. No, I'm not saying get rid of the age of consent. And no, I'm not saying yeah, yeah. lower the age of consent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. neither of us are saying either of those things right. so don't even don't even right. bring it up um 
But it is it is absolutely necessary to recognize that the, that that is an arbitrary number that we have applied to what we imagine to be the cognitive yeah. development of individuals at that age. Yeah, I think now I think it's a generally good rule, but it's also a general and not exactly. a universal one. There exactly. are marginal cases on both ends where you can say, OK, well, this rule, it, it got it. You know, it, it was very useful. Uh, it's very useful in most cases, but it can't map out everything. Yeah, it cannot be universally applied, yeah. which is which I think is, again, people are so paranoid about groomers and every, you know, pedos and wood chippers and shit that that even pointing out the arbitrariness of 18 is, is going to get people just like that. Say, oh, you just want to lower the age of consent because you're a pedo. Blah, blah, blah. Right. No. Yeah, they, they always assume if, if you talk about this and I can understand. People are understandably very children and they should be yes uh, so i can understand why someone would be like queasy having that uh, like even opening up the conversation like that but if you if you're just talking about from a purely like uh, don't always assume that people are don't t- take the cynical approach and always assume that people are talking about this for nefarious reasons because that's not true well if, if the motivation is to can is to protect people who are right. cognitively children yes exactly <laughs> then I do not see why it's not talked about. Like, because right, the, exactly. the notion that no one is cognitively a child at 18 is insane. Yeah. Right. It, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It, uh, yeah. We uh, have uh, many examples of that not being true. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so uh, yeah. Like to say that, well, uh, you know, yeah, it's just like, yeah, 18. I like 18 as a good general rule. Personally. That's when I think that, now, I think it's a generally yeah, applicable kind of thing. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not, but it doesn't describe what we're it's actually not, getting at when we talk about right. what is consent between sexual partners. It's a, yeah, yeah it's, it's proxy. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's all about cognitive development and, and that sort yes. of thing. And again, uh, it's so, it's such a pain to try and have these conversations because the actual bad actors know that. The bad actors right. know that that's actually what it's about. And so bad actors will make the argument. This is one of the things that there's a, there was a vice documentary about Nambla that is disgusting, but it's fascinating. Mm. Um, and, and, but, and, and they, they, <laughs> they, what they tried to do is they tried to exert some creative control over it. They were like, yeah, you can make this documentary, but you're going to do it on our terms. And like, and you know, we're going to have the final say kind of on how things turn out and stuff. And, and vice agreed. And they were trying, they were obviously going to try and make themselves look, you know, good in it, but they end up coming off like worse because oh what God. the shit that they say is disgusting. Um, and so it's one of those things where, but, but, but the bad actors understand that what we're actually concerned right. with is cognitive development. And so they'll say things along those lines of just like, well, you know, uh, yeah, he's young, but, uh, but you know, he, he really has the soul of, he's an old soul. Sometimes they'll say, oh, and it's yeah. like, no, you idiot. He's a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just saying that because you know, that's what everyone actually cares about. You're just saying right. that because you know that everyone actually cares about people who are cognitively children being taken advantage of. And so you're trying to mask it by saying that this person's just not cognitively a child. Nobody believes you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody believes that. It's not. Yeah. Stop it. 
But again, the bad actors yeah. know that that's what people are concerned about. And so it's really difficult yeah. to have that conversation. And that's why nobody tries to, nobody breaks out of the, like, uh, the sort of Overton window that's created by the age of consent as a, as a metric, which again is fine. And we are both yeah. fine with. Yes. Um, but, but trying to actually talk about what we're actually concerned with and trying to actually protect people who are cognitively kids, yeah. it, it, it does a disservice. And I think it's understandable to be questionable with people who make that their top priority. Uh, yeah. So like uh, that. I, I, I can, I completely like agree with people who are like very suspicious of those people. Uh, it's like, why are you focusing on this of all? Things? It's come up here as a natural part of the conversation. This is not a show yes. about the age of consent. If it right. were, your concern yes. would be absolutely legitimate. <laughs> yes, correct. correct. <laughs> if every episode of the end times continue was about the age of consent and, and, and yeah. what's actually being protected by it and, and cognitive development, and all that shit, uh, your concern would be warranted. And I might even agree yes. with you, but <laughs> yes, correct. That's what I don't understand about libertarians. Like libertarians, yeah. when libertarian candidates run and they try to make age of consent like a thing they're concerned about. Uh-huh. And it's like, look, anyone who's a defense attorney has seen people get railroaded over age of consent stuff when it was pretty yeah. unfair. Um, right. You've seen it happen. If you're if you've been yeah. involved in criminal defense at all, you've absolutely seen it happen. Um, now, maybe if like your family member got railroaded by that then I can at least understand why that is in your mind. Sure. But unless that happened, uh, I, I don't see why that is your, like, why, why you're questioning. There are times, there are times when the law is fundamentally unfair, and that, that's not limited to that, that issue. It's limited to, it, it's everything. But it, trying to run as a political candidate with that as one of your top-line issues is suicide. And also right. sus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, that's the whole thing, right? Is that the whole, like, libertarian age of consent meme. I had never, like, I had heard that before from critics. I, I had never seen, and I've been, onla- I've been online in, like, libertarian circles for a long time. Mm-hmm. I had never seen that genuinely from a libertarian Like, it, Like, it, I'd never seen people bring that up genuinely as a top priority you know what i mean right ever so i want it, it's very weird to see that meme crop up and then you know you see people like who might be like loosely associated with libertarianism start to bring that up that yeah. makes me very suspicious well wasn't there it's actually like, a libertarian candidate recently was. who that was like a top line issue for them and it's like stop it stop it i think they stop were in it. arizona uh i think they were the libertarian running against um uh, oh god what's his name um the uh i can't remember his name now uh oh my god he was the one ever like a bunch of libertarians but he loved yeah some shit uh that guy yeah that i know how little that narrows it down i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> he was in arizona uh yeah but that it's it's one of those things why is that your concern oh, why is that Master. your primary concern Blake yes Master. yes why yeah. is that your primary concern right stop it yeah stop yeah. it stop. don't uh Again, anyone who's in criminal defense has seen that an unjust outcome from those laws. Everyone has. It's it's and it's a it's a it's a testament to the fact that most people are safe and don't have to deal with that system 
that many people don't see those as, yes. as, as and don't even see it as a problem. I, defendants' rights yeah. are a big deal to me, so it feels like an outsized issue to me. But right, but I don't fucking bring it up, man, because it yeah. doesn't look it. It's it's not just because of the optics, but also because it's impossible to explain in a debate style format or in a in a in short chunks. It's impossible to explain why it is why this is an issue for you like it's impossible to run through the case of this this defendant that you had who who had this accusation or whatever and they got railroaded for this such and such a reason and it was fundamentally unjust and all this other stuff it's impossible to explain that and make an audience of normies understand so stop running on right yeah exactly and that's assuming the best case for you as the candidate Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's assuming you're not a bad actor, which is not clear right. because it's such a big right. deal to you. <laughs> right. Yep, exactly. But it blows me away. And just like that, apply, apply your standards consistently, at least. At yeah. least apply they, them consistently. They won't, but it's nice to say. <laughs> I just want, I just, I just want people to stop being dumb. I just want people to stop being dumb, Ace. That's all I want. That's all I want in life. I just want fewer dummies. How, 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 how can we possibly have fewer dummies, please? Well, there, there's some legal ways to do that and some illegal ways to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. It just really bothers me. That, that that does make me laugh. That whole fucking that Blake Masters yeah. thing trying to run with fucking. It reminds me of there was a there's a libertarian candidate in Texas who's um who's one of his primary issues that he was running on is uh uh legal licensure. Wants to get oh. rid of legal licensure. Yeah, there is that. I remember a libertarian. I think. It- national election tried to run on that as well like that was one of their primary things it it all it feels like it feels like he's just mad because this was Uh a guy who this was a guy who couldn't get licensed but he has like an llm from another country and other stuff like that like he's he's technically he should be able to get a license there's no reason to keep him out of it but um he he couldn't, and his whole thing became getting rid of legal licensure. And it's like I'm I'm I am all about yeah uh, I'm all about getting rid of professional licensure generally, at least state yes state uh, state enforced professional licensure. I'm absolutely yeah, about getting absolutely. rid of that. It bring it, it raises barriers for people to bring themselves out of poverty. Out of poverty, it oh, creates it screws a lot of people. Up. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Poor, like how many poor people exist now that might not exist. The, uh, the you know the um, paywall essentially yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, yes it paywalls prosperity it paywalls yes. working and that is uh, fundamentally fundamentally wrong um, so I'm all for that but it was very clearly for him like a personal thing <laughs> right it was like right it was like <laughs> because it was just like legal licensure it wasn't even like licensure generally he wasn't making an argument against that it was just the it was legal like, shit it was like Andrew Tate's doing on that Greta Thunberg tweet for 10 hours and exactly. finally coming with a video response to it he's like I'm gonna get her now exactly <laughs> when, when you're yeah there's, there's so, also a libertarian who was talking about abolishing license plates uh, a, a long time ago it was like one of the candidates <laughs> And I remember this was their like their primary thing. And I'm just like, imagine that you're like your liberty 
origin story is like license license plates. Some bad something bad happened with you. It was a license plate, and that's how you became a millionaire. <laughs> what he did, what happened was he he took the wrong road and he got a bill in yeah. the mail, and he's pissed about it, and he's been pissed about it for years. Yeah. Just stewing on. The, he got the, a, he got a three dollar bill in the mail for using yeah. a toll road he didn't mean to be on. He took the wrong exit, and that's what he's been pissed about for years. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's so funny, man. The shit that they that yeah. they decide. There's like the the seatbelt libertarians constantly uh-huh. on about seatbelt laws, and like that's yeah. their top like, line look, thing. I agree with you, but why are you so hyper focused on right. this issue here? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like uh, bombs could be falling in your neighborhood right now, and you'd be like those damn seed mills, and you'd just be doing <laughs> the most. The thing that makes you the most angry about the 1983 move move bombing is that there was a seatbelt law in Philadelphia at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just it blows me away, dude. It's like, why are you so concerned yeah. about these things? But it's funny when yeah. it's that when it's age of consent, it's like, uh, bud. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe right. before it's kind of whimsical and funny, uh, but then when you talk about that, it's like, oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> why is this? Why is this at the top of your list? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friendo, maybe, maybe <laughs> like, stop. Right, like you're reading down a list of like libertarian parties. You're like, okay, the uh, age of consent. Oh, what? <laughs> stop being the meme. Yeah, please. This is the and honestly, best that's argument. what it. Honestly, again, as I said, I've been like on online in libertarian circles for years. That's the all it used to be is a meme from other people. Like I'd never seen it before until like very recently of actual yeah. libertarians like having any like talking about it at all, really, or prioritizing it. Certainly not. Like so I, I don't know where this came from. I think um, some of those I think I, part of it is that there's been this sort of cultural pendulum swing where uh, everything is pedophilia now. Oh, and sure. that's um, that's and so the more like uh, the 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 more uh, I guess libertarianism has always kind of attracted the um, uh, sort of contrarians, right? Like it, there's always been a yeah. a contrarian sort of bent to libertarianism, and so I think people see yes. that happening, especially on the right, and they decide like they decide to play into it, and they decide to be the meme. Um, again, this is assuming the 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 best possible motivations. It, it, it is also very sus, and they might be pedos. But <laughs> right. But and the, I think you know it's also you know any marginalized movement is going to attract other marginalized people mm-hmm. from the margin. Right. 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 So, um, like Meaning, oftentimes, yeah. when people. But no, no, no. I was go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say because like when you have a marginalized movement, often actually ties back into what we were talking about about like you know uh disenfranchised men uh, you know following like people like andrew tate oftentimes these people uh on the margins a lot of them have been disenfranchised by society at large uh a a lot sometimes uh for good reason Um, yes and they can use this they can use marginalized movements as an on-ramp into social status well we've seen exactly Um, this going on with maps and uh the lgbt uh, movement is the the the, they're trying to glom onto that the pedophiles legitimate Uh pedophiles admitted pedophiles right yeah. Are trying to glom onto that in order to gain the same social status that um, that that movement has been able to provide for its right. people. 
And, and luckily, it, almost every time I've seen them try to do this, you have a bunch of like LGBT people telling them to get the fuck out. Yes. Uh, so yeah. They've done a very good job policing their own sort of yeah. corner of the of the world. They, they've right. They've done a very good job of it. Um, yeah. It's been uh, gatekeeping is good. Yes. And uh, it should be done more. Yes. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Which also means making fun of people who put fucking age of consent at the top of their libertarian fucking yes. list of issues. Yeah. They should be gatekept. Get, get those people yeah. off the fucking stage. It's a, at yeah. the very least, it's a bad luck. At most, yes. they're fucking, they're a threat. <laughs> get those people out for sure. And then also get out the people who call everything grooming. Get mm. those people out too. Yeah. Uh, the, and in fact, put the put the two people in a death match. Yeah, put the, drop you, them on an island and have them run political yes. races against one another for the rest of eternity. Yes. <laughs> God, it's just. I mean, and 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 people take it as a point of pride. I've seen this a lot from kind of the right, the sort of right, right word ang- part of this, where it's mm-hmm. like people take pride in rejecting nuance, especially when they yes. have the opportunity to call somebody a groomer. Right. And it's yes. like, I, I'm, I'm not, I just don't find that fun. Unless it's a boy. Unless it's a boy. Then it's all yeah, about yeah. nuance. It's only and, nuance. And unless it's a girl, a girl and a boy interacting. Then mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. You know, you, that, that is fine. Yeah. But, then it's um, all about nuance else. and nuanced opinions are the only ones that are legitimate in that, in that context. Right. Ugh. I'm not, I'm, it, it's, it just, it just kind of throws me like the reaction. I think the reaction to like the Thaddeus Russell stuff was good. I think that was a fine reaction to have that dude. That that dude was saying shit that, that, um, deserved to be made fun of. Yes. Uh, but applying that to things that aren't that bothers me. Right. Yeah. Like if you look back and you remember that, that, that little saga, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um he deserved to be made fun of he got what he deserved oh, out of that. 100%. Yeah. um he absolutely got what he deserved out of that uh but it's not quite the same <laughs> as like for example the conversation we just had right right we're not making any and, and of the same the, claims he made but but correct. people will see it as the same thing but also the people in my mentions the other day making arguments more similar to him yeah. In regards to, in regards to that, so it, it's really funny, like Venn diagram of people uh, and their beliefs. It's like people who agree with Thaddeus Russell on on pedophilia on Wednesdays. And yeah, like it's 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 very it's much like, that. I, I don't like, even know how. It, yeah, it's like a spiral at that point. I, yeah, like it's cr- crisscrossing uh, multiple times depending circumstances. Yes. There's no it, because it's not an appeal to a greater principle, and and the right. greater principle that should be being appealed to, in my view, is the 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 question of uh, uh, cognitive development and how that interacts with consent. Can a person of this level yeah. of cognitive development consent to these things? That's right. that is yep. the question that matters, and yep. uh, and people don't uh, the people are just allergic to nuance again, unless it serves their ends. <laughs> they're, they're, they don't want to actually they, it leads me to believe frankly that they don't actually care I agree yeah it's it's just yeah their gut whatever their gut tells uh, at any given time yeah uh, yeah 
because they they don't care to fix what's broken. They they just want to be mad about stuff. Um, right. Because again, that video was posted as groomer bait. And by yes. that I mean as bait for people to call Demi Moore a groomer. That was the expected yeah. outcome of that post. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm sure of it. Yeah. And instead, all the all these right wing coomer men are out here yeah. making the men can't be raped argument. Right. <laughs> it's just an insane, like a, a really insane, like argument and conclusion to yeah. make. It's so wild. They don't actually care. They don't actually yeah. care about grooming. They don't actually care about protecting kids. It's, no, it's not, not something they're it's, really concerned. It's with. all in group posturing or a lot of it is, you know, yeah. and I'm sure there's true believers in there somewhere, but it, it's, uh, I, I think a lot of it is just in-group posturing. It's like, oh, I, I, I'm opposed to the thing my, my in-group is opposed to as well. Um, that, that sort of shit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, 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 uh, it's <sighs> for such an important topic, um, it really should be treated with far more care. Uh, oh, yeah. But, but uh, I guess, I guess I shouldn't be... I shouldn't be disappointed because the internet sort of emphasizes and encourages stripping all care out of conversations about important right. topics. Yes. <laughs> so I really shouldn't and be surprised. So easy, and it's so easy to take the cynical viewpoint of uh, this person is making an argument for bad reason uh, and not a good one. You know oh, yeah. I mean? So people can, uh, it's very easy to think, oh, okay, this person is just doing this because they have some ulterior motive. Um, it's very like it's very easy to like make that stretch on the internet. Like you can, it's very easy to be convinced of that. I should say, yeah, and to assume that. I mean, and to a certain extent, yeah. there's like a protective aspect to that, where it's. I mean, you kind of, yeah. to some extent, you have to assume that because there are so many grifters and there are so many people who oh, will, yes, will yeah, make arguments in bad wrong. faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think to a certain extent, there's sort of a, a self-preservation aspect to just assuming that everyone's coming from the worst possible place. Um, yeah. I, I was talking to one of my mutuals uh, friends with their account, so I won't shout them. But uh, uh, we were talking about like how, um, how uh, just we can see like grifters or smell these grifters from miles away. Like anyone who tries to sell something, oh, anyone yeah. who comes across as if they're trying to sell you something or they can make your problems go away. If you just follow their advice, I despise these people on a genetic level. Oh yeah. <laughs> on like a human, like on a, I have a human revulsion to these people. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, a, it's like, like people talk about the evolution of the disgust response. And it's, it's, it seems, yeah. it seems at times that it is specifically geared toward making me fucking hate these grifters. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. But it's one of those things. So, so I guess, I guess to, uh, because there, there are a couple of other things. So I guess to cap that off, uh, the age of consent's fine. Neither of us thinks it should go away. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's fine. <laughs> no one's, no one's saying get rid of it. No one's saying overturn it. No one's saying lower it. So I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> the people who are going to like twist our words into it would do it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, it but, doesn't uh, matter. It's still, good. it's still good to throw that out there. Just yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to head it off of the past. That's not the argument that's yeah. being made here. Uh, in right. fact, I would go so far as to say we care more about protecting kids than you. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a, uh, there's other news. Um, there are other yes. topics that you shared. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, we can just go over these kind of quickly. Uh, so the Uvalde, um, so obviously Uvalde, the uh, school shooting and the horrible um, police response that was seen from Uvalde. Botched um, would be putting it lightly. Yeah, uh, yeah, putting it extremely um, so um, this is from theweek.com. Uvalde school fails safety inspections just seven months after mass shooting. So what happened here is a safety inspector posing as an intruder was able to access a school cafeteria in Uvalde, Texas, through an improperly locked door, the school di- district superintendent said on Monday. Um, the failed inspection comes half a year after a gunman entered Robb Elementary School in Uvalde to be killing uh 19 children and two teachers um now this was yeah he just walked into a freaking cafeteria door i i uh it doesn't say in these first couple paragraphs this isn't rob elementary it's another uvalde school correct 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 it's not yeah it does it's not i don't think it is necessarily the same school uh same district though the same district yes it's in the same district um but he was just able to walk right in and you know, it, it really is astounding to me. And and I, I did, I I pulled this article because I did want to touch on this. It's like I don't understand. And this goes into like the whole gun control as well. I genuinely do not understand why armed security is are not in school. Like I just don't get it. Like you might think, well, they shouldn't have to be. Okay, yeah, maybe I agree. It'd be nice if. Be. Oh yeah, why, in a perfect world, this the- wouldn't be a concern. Right. And it's like, yeah, I, you know, I can empathize with people shouldn't be this way. I don't like how it is. I, that's fine. I, I agree with you. Um, but why, knowing that this is such a risk and such a threat, do you not have armed security in school? I do not understand. It's like, uh, there's a I, I, I've asked this question about uh, teachers concealed carrying and i've i've uh-huh. never been one of these people who's just like just give all the teachers guns that'll solve the problem i don't think that's true um right what i do think you do is want true, them to be trained yeah right what i do think is true is that my mom had a ccw and i do not see why she should not be able to carry at her job yeah yeah when I she mean, was when she was a teacher it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me yeah, even an untrained uh, teacher with a gun, I think I would still rather have that than no gun at all. You I would know still what rather I mean? have that than the fucking cops. Yeah. I mean, if the, if, uh, yes. if the Uvalde event taught anyone anything, it's that relying on the state to protect you is a mistake. Yes. Yeah. And th- yeah. this is the oh. this is the argument people make for gun control, where it's just like, well, that's the cops' job to do those kinds of things, and it's like, first of all, no, it's not, and secondly. Why look, would look you rely the, on is, them? Yeah, look at what how they did their job. They stood outside in the hall. Children, <laughs> the sound of children screaming has been removed. That is such yeah. That is such a horrific line of text that I will never forget. Oh god, um, off of the video, it deserves like that, to never be like, forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Like, all, like to be completely honest, how do you just if you're a Uvalde cop and you that how do you live with yourself truly like, no idea like 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 seriously how can you one continue being a cop in the first place and how do you like go to sleep at night like really how do you if you're one of the guys if you're one of the guys who arrested the dude whose wife was trapped in there and who yeah. 
after your officers, after knowing, I'm sure, that your officers just got their kids out, that was their first priority, mm-hmm. which, if I'm being honest, I can't really blame them for, but, but then choosing to do nothing after that <laughs> yeah. is, is, the, is the thing that's horrible. Th- this, and then arresting a guy who was going to go do something because his wife needed him. Mm-hmm. And you take him into custody. If you're one of the guys who put cuffs on him, I hope you fucking kill yourself. I really yeah. do. You fucking you yes. go jump off a bridge, you piece of shit. Yeah. No, truly. Yeah. If you were, I, if you were any kind of human being, your response to that would not have been I'm going to take you away from this situation. Your response to that would have been let's fucking roll. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, uh, after Waco, Bill Hicks had this, um, um, comedy special or this comedy bit where he was talking about Waco and he made this comment that, you know, the only way for the ATF and FBI agents to save their souls is for them to kill themselves right now. Uh, yes. And, and it's like, that's what I truly believe about the Uvalde, uh, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, the only way you must. This is why. This is why an entire culture thought seppuku was a good idea for exactly yes. these types of situations. Yes, because it makes intuitive sense. You do something like this. The only way, the only possible way that you can make your that you can absolve yourself of this is to fucking yeah. end it. Yeah, yeah. It's it it, yeah. it 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 truly. It enrages me on a level that, especially because these fucking pricks, mm, these pieces of shit, will walk around society with the fucking sheepdog attitude meme as if that's their real personality. Right. As if that's who they are. Yeah, we're we're the, you know, the protector in society. We've we without us you know uh, a whole sc- a classroom of children might be murdered dean yeah uh, without the cops we're the we're the thin blue line between order and chaos yeah yeah <laughs> fuck you these guys these these fucking pricks dude i i, I don't I, think I, I so i'm i'm usually a pretty reserved person. even when things make me upset i don't I, I'm pretty reserved in my in my like response to it. I will never forget the video of the screaming parents outside the school and those uh, pigs uh, restraining them and ta- pointing tasers at them. At oh my parents. god! Oh my! I god. will never forget how I felt when I watched that video. Like that, it's a level of it is a level of disgust and rage. That yes. I don't think I've experienced before or since. Yeah. Like the only thing comparable to that is like when I see pig- war torn areas or when I see like Waco. Uh, like Obama's Obama's Waco. child drone uh, victims. You see those pictures floating yeah, around? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Things like that. That is the level I felt of disgust when I saw the video of the cops uh, arresting the parents outside the school. Yeah. That, it, that was, it, yeah. It, it is just, it truly, it, it, it really does. And it, it sounds like, it feels almost like an overreaction, but it's, I, I think it's legitimate. This, the level of anger that this causes me when I see these fucking cops 
Yeah. And and they and they have again this fucking fraternity of fucking sheepdog attitude. Yeah. And it and I'm I'm sitting here like you fucking pricks are, are meaningless. Nothing. You are nothing. Yeah. yeah. It, it just uh, worse it, than worse than nothing. Yeah. Uh. Actively impeding people trying to do good. Yeah. Yeah. Actively nothing impeding people improved. trying to save their children. Nothing would have been an improvement. Right. Exactly. They they could not. Those parents, even if they did rush in there like morons and get themselves killed. It would still, yeah. still have been an improvement over what the cops yes. did. Yeah. And, and yeah. again, I, I, I think about the heartache of the guy who, whose wife was trapped in there. Yes. And whose wife was shot. Yeah. And I think about uh, the video of him. He looks absolutely shell-shocked. And, and uh-huh. here's the thing. I don't know. In that situation, maybe you don't let him go in. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he's not in his right fucking mind. But you fucking do something! Yeah. The, the, he, he is... He, his, I, I think about that guy... I think about that guy periodically. Because it's one of those things that... What, what do you do if you get that fucking text? Right. How do you respond to that? And, and, and what do you do if your friend, your coworker, gets that text? Right. I'd like to think, I, I'd like to think that my response would be, let's fucking get in there. Let's go. Yes. This, this is fucking, this is over. Let's fucking do it now. The sound of children screaming has been removed. Yep. Yep. And they're just sitting in the hallway while it's happening. Yeah. Outside the classroom. Oh yeah. It was removed from the video. They were hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. They were nothing. hearing it. Yeah. Doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Doing absolutely nothing but stopping the people who were trying to do something. Yeah. Now I understand. I I, I wanna be I, I wanna be level headed about this. I understand that the impulse to do something can often be destructive. I understand right. that the impulse to just do something is is not always a good impulse yes. to follow. But I would have more I would have less hate. For these dumb motherfuckers, if while they're stopping parents from doing something, they're doing something. Right. Yeah. If they're stopping parents from doing something because they're on it. Uh-huh. We got this. We're on this. We're all over it. Yeah. You're only going to get in the way. We're all over this. Don't get in the way. Yeah. I can totally, I could, I, at that point, my response is probably, well, the urge to do something is often destructive and those parents would have just gotten in the way. Mm-hmm. If they were actually handling their shit. Yep. But they weren't. They were sitting there just listening to it happen. They, they, they made no move. They, made, they did not fucking give a shit. Yeah. And it's because they've got... This is why I hate the phrase officer safety. Uh-huh. Officer safety, right? Right. That's the refrain. It's like, your job, okay, ostensibly, your job, if anything, is to get shot at. Yes! Exactly. <laughs> you want to be the thin blue line between order and chaos. That means you have to interface with chaos. <laughs> that means you have to deal with it. Right. If officer, sa- officer safety does not get to be a priority. If you want to be right. a hero, do heroic things. This is why right. people have, this is why people hero worship and 
Rightly so. 9-11 first responders ran into yes. collapsing buildings to try and save people's lives. Yes. That's yeah. not that's not officer safety. That's we have to right. save people's goddamn right. lives and we're going to fucking yeah. do it. If you're running into it, if your like role in society is a protector, right? Forgetting all forgetting about the cops, like what the cops actually do. But it is like a purely theoretical sense. If your role in society is a protector, the only time like like protect like officer or protector safety is only to serve the end of you being able to accomplish your mission of protecting other people. That's yeah. where the say that's where you should like the safety should not be. Oh, well, I'm going to go hide until this. Uh, no, no. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Sometimes the wolf kills the sheepdog. Right. That fucking happens sometimes. Yeah. And that's, that's the, risk the risk the sheepdog take takes. You, yes. Yes. That's the risk that the sheepdog takes if he wants to be a sheepdog. It just really, really fucking bothers me. The, 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 just the concept of officer safety just drives me insane. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get that. Right. You don't get a hero's funeral when you live like a coward. Right. You don't get a hero's funeral when you live avoiding danger at all costs. Right. Up to and including killing people who do nothing wrong. Philando Castile, great example. Right. Philando Castile shot to death in his fucking car because he was lawfully carrying a firearm. Yeah. Because of officer safety. But, but Dean, he had a family to go home to, so he had to kill the guy who had a family. Yeah, who had a family in his car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Officer fucking safety. Eat shit. Yeah. Eat and absolute like, shit. I, I hate it. Yeah. To pull it back for a little bit for a second to like the story, it's like, how do you not at least say, yeah, there should be private, there should be some type of security, whether cops or, or or not, or just private security. Something. Something. Put something. Well, we know. Like, I mean, how? here's the thing. We know that school. Re- My problem with that, though, is that the the default is the school resource officers, and they just oh, beat right. up kids. And they'll do yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just like little little t- at school. Yeah. yeah. No. Don't put the. Don't, when I yeah, I, that's a good point. I when I say, I'm not talking about policing the children in the school necessarily. Right. Exactly. I'm saying. <laughs> um how about somebody times, who faces legal liability if they fuck up yes how exactly. about just that that's the standard yeah. for the kind of person who should be in charge of protecting other people is that they face legal right. liability if they fuck up just like everybody else right yes <laughs> the school resource officers don't yeah uh, did you see the video they, they arrested that girl there was a girl who was arguing with her teacher and they just arrested the girl Oh yeah, I saw that. That's well. There's so many videos like that of like. Um, I remember I, I there was a video a couple of years ago about like some school resource officer like just slamming uh, some girl uh, in her when she was at her desk, like flipped her in her desk and oh slammed her. Oh my god! Ugh, fucking cops, man. Yeah, yeah. There you go, fucking sheepdog. Beat up on that kid. Yep. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I fucking hate him. <laughs> there's no there's uh, it's it, again, this is where this is why seppuku intuitively makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know about the moral arguments about it, and I don't really care. <laughs> it's just intuitively, if your position is is supposed to be one of strong protector of people, and you fuck up like this, you don't get yeah. to exist. Right. <laughs> and the fact that you actively held back parents from trying to save their children while you did nothing. There is no redeeming quality to no, life. No, 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 no. It doesn't mean you, you could, you could help a million grannies cross the street and, and yes, there's nothing that's going to redeem care. your soul. Nothing. Yep. Yep. Nothing at all. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you do in your life. You will never redeem yourself yeah. from that. Yeah. It's, it is a, it is, <laughs> it is it's just disgusting it is absolutely disgusting yeah. to me and just like this the the story they, they, they didn't fucking learn anything either because no. the fucking yeah we'll just leave all the fucking cafeteria doors unlocked which again in a perfect yeah, we'll world just, wouldn't be a problem again yeah uh, but it's like and this is just like my whole thing about it's like knowing that these bad people exist and that they will try to kill children why would you not why would you think oh yeah well you know, we shouldn't have to have security. Uh, it's like, uh, but okay, yeah, great. I, I agree with you. You in a perfect world, you shouldn't have to have security, but uh, you do. You need yeah, security. Yeah, you, you uh, kind of need it though. There seem there obviously seems to be an, a reoccurring of people killing children at school. So why don't you t- at least take precautions? I'm sorry, I just hit uh, my mic. <laughs> you're fine. You know, why don't you at least take precaution? of actually doing something about it yeah yeah and not disarming innocent people that is not an yeah that's not the, that's, that's not, not the solution yeah the it, to me it speaks to the failure of depending upon the state for your protection yeah. it's it's very clear that the state cannot and will not protect you it's like oh well, we'll call the police you know it's like oh fantastic that is a uh, hmm yes good job yeah because they don't they can't they, they can't they just can't. It's it's a bureaucracy. Yeah. It's the, the a bureaucracy has no has no method by which it can can protect anyone. Yeah, it's just not possible. So so this the whole the whole thing is like that. The failure of this of this uh, safety audit to me uh, only only implies. Wow my my plug got a little messed up there. I'm sorry. I'm sure that's making noise. I can't hear. Um, uh, it sounds fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, this the the failure of this to me is is indicative of the failure of 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 depending upon the state for your protection. Don't don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw an argument. I saw that argument just the other day. Just the other day, when somebody was making an argument about gun control and stuff, and they're just like, "There's no there." He says, "You don't need to protect yourself with with all this stuff. This is what cops are for. This is what." And it's just like, no, right. no. Yeah. Are you are yeah. are you not paying attention? Right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you shared another story about the January 6th committee. Now, before we get into this, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention Baked Alaska. Mm-hmm. Baked Alaska is, uh, Baked Alaska is going to jail for an earlier, uh, conviction in, I believe, Arizona is a state, a state, uh, a uh, fucking neighbors above me stomping. It's a state a state crime. It's not the federal stuff that he's uh, involved with for January sixth. 
uh, during that time, he's probably going to get sentenced to another six months for the January 6th stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason uh, 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 <laughs> I think this bears repeating just because I fucking hate Baked Alaska. The reason Baked Alaska is getting that sentence uh, is because he ratted um, to the FBI. He gave information to yeah. the FBI uh, over the January 6th stuff. So Baked Alaska finally going to jail uh, and he's a piece of shit and a rat. Yep. Okay, so. and, and the, the story, the, the little, and I don't have too much on this. It was just like this happened type thing where it's like uh, Trump is no longer for the uh, January 6th committee um, to speak. So, yeah. The that's, select that's committee that. to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol has formally withdrawn its subpoena of former President Donald Trump. In light of the imminent end of our investigation, the select committee can no longer pursue the specific information covered by the subpoena. Goodness. What a dog and pony show that was. Oh, wasn't like, it? Wasn't much a, yeah. Who was even paying attention to it? Like like normie I, I don't know. normie news addicts? Liberals. <laughs> I guess. I think that's all it was. Because I didn't I wasn't paying attention to it at all. And when I saw that they had finally been like, oh, we have all these possible crimes and stuff like that, I'm just like, none of that's gonna stick. <laughs> None yeah. of that's gonna work. This is nonsense. I, I have no I have no idea who who thought that this was gonna work mm-hmm. or even come up with anything. Cause he didn't do anything. Right. <laughs> this is a, this, he didn't fucking do anything. He didn't he didn't cause the January the 6th thing. Is- the way these people uh, make it sound is if Trump was like right there leading a cavalry into the building <laughs> with like uh, a, leading, with leading like a cavalry charge into the rotunda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. There's nothing. There's there's nothing to it. It was nothing to begin with, and and there's there was all this. I was in. This is kind of funny. I was in uh, my my con law class during the this whole thing when when January six popped off, and uh, and just after um, I was in my con law class, we were talking about it. We were talking about the standard of speech and like when when can you criminalize speech? And just looking at the case law, <laughs> looking at all this stuff, and it was in the context of that of of the Trump speech in the lead up to January six. And and in the lead up to the riot and and look at riot the fucking unguided tour and <laughs> and uh, looking at it and stuff it's like there's no there is no legal recourse here he didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. there's nothing to do here I mean the people who the people who trespass and stuff like that sure you can there's 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 legal stuff there but for Trump himself no there's nothing. So it doesn't surprise me that this is going nowhere. Um, yeah, no, that, that that was my expected. Like that's what I thought would happen time. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, that's all that we had, and uh, yep. we've been going for like two and a half hours. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, uh, plugs, plugs, for plugs. You got any plugs? Uh, yeah. Uh, dot com, and then on ace underscore. 
uh yeah uh twitter ace underscore arcus uh that's uh sorry it cut out for just a second i think when you said the word oh, twitter or yeah so, ace underscore arcus yeah no nah, you're fine you're fine um yes okay uh and then uh yeah uh pacing joska j-o-u-s-k-a on twitter uh is me and um that's that's that i think Happy New Year! Everybody. Happy New Year, everybody! I really do hope that everybody has a good year. I, I, yeah. I, I really want things to start looking up for people. I know economically and stuff, things are shitty, and and will probably remain so for at least a little bit. But I really hope that that this year kind of turns some stuff around for people, and I, and I really want everybody to yeah. to. I want everybody to be okay. <laughs> Hopefully, something cool happens that's not COVID, or you know. That's the wrong way to phrase it. Hopefully something <laughs> that takes away the spotlight from COVID mm-hmm. uh, that we can, you know, talk about and it won't be boring. Yeah, I, I really would, would, would appreciate it if the world just moved the fuck on. Because <laughs> yeah. this has been miserable. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is the year. I think this is the year yeah. that, that, that this stuff finally starts to go away. Um, yep. So, uh, good luck, everybody. Best of luck in the new year. Uh, good luck, have fun. <laughs> yeah, good luck, have fun. GG. GG's. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The End Times Continue. For links and other information, come see us at TETC.show.